Hello, and welcome to Token Minority Report on Unsafe Space. I am your minority, Beverly J. Clark. And today is Thursday, June 16th, 2022. And right before we got on, I said, told Alex that I'm like, hey, I'm ready whenever you are. And she said, You're, she's ready. So I was going to start the stream. And when it took us off the screen, I was like, I don't know what I'm doing right now. Like, What, what buttons am I supposed to push? Uh, anyway, speaking of which, let me bring on my plucky co-host, Alex Maselli. Plucky? I, I swear, you're com- you're trying to come up with a new, like, adjective every week. <laughs> that is the goal. That's the goal. I'm going to mute myself when I'm not talking because I hear the geese yelling right now. Uh, it's always crazy here on the farm. <laughs> but, uh, how are you doing? Uh, I'm doing all right. Uh, I, I just... I don't know. I've been trying, I'm behind on video editing for my channel, like entirely. And one of the reasons why is because the old potato is just getting slower and slower. And that's what I would normally edit videos on. And I'm like, well, I, I have to move whole hog to the new computer. And I'm annoyed by that because it's a big long process. I had to move like more than 400 gigabytes of data I was like, this is exhausting. Yes. (laughs) And for those who don't know, the old potato is your fond name of your very old computer. Yes. Very, very old computer. Well, I mean, (laughs) it's from 2018. That's so old. No, actually, I forget how old mine is. No, mine's 2018 too, I think. In the realm of video games, though, that it, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, not, right. And especially with a with just a 1050 Ti, it's not a very good computer. So it's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> editing stuff. I have no idea how behind I am on editing things for unsafe space. I think I've got a lot of stuff that I should be not even just editing, but just other things that I'm like, hmm, I'll get to that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but then like I said, it's always crazy here because um, like right beforehand. Got a new addition to the farm, uh, unexpectedly. <laughs> like we were not kind of bat, is it? <laughs> no, that bat is hopefully has flown off and back to its family. But uh, no, like their uh, boyfriend's coworker lived in like in a city. We don't have cities there; they're small. It's, like, <laughs> it's a big town, maybe. Um, and got in trouble though, so he had to get rid of his turkeys and chickens and then uh who another co-worker took them but then he had a goose so we're like yeah maybe we'll take it and so it, 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 we decided today like through text like yeah we'll take it didn't realize it was going to be coming here tonight oh, so gosh. just got it like an hour ago <laughs> like, trying to like figure out and That's it's hilarious uh, so then we've got the, all the geese trend and, and having to see like oh they shouldn't be too close because we don't know like is it healthy enough and it looks like it might be a little malnourished at the very least and um and then we have the ducks too so i'm like i've got special needs ducks i've got <laughs> geese who are just like either protective or aggressive and then and now boyfriend's family is here too though i'm like i'm about to do a show i <laughs> i can't <laughs> right now <laughs> So it's, uh, you might hear sounds outside. And it's also very hot in here, like I said before, too. It's just always hot. So the windows are open and you might be hearing people and animals. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> but uh, so that's me. Glad you're doing well. You got a, got an old potato. Um, <sighs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, uh so we have, we've asked chat and we're still there. You can still vote on it. Like what is oh, a yeah. woman? What is a woman? Yeah. Yeah. 
I got distracted. YouTube just started playing and I was hearing our own voices and that confused me. <laughs> that's scary. Uh, yes. What is a woman? And that's the first thing that I want to talk about tonight. That's like on topic. I just finished watching the documentary because um, Motown would not stop bothering me about it. Uh, he's not even here. <laughs> oh, I saw yeah. his. He's in chat a little bit. Was he? Oh, maybe. Yeah. I, I ignore him. <laughs> well, he was in chat at like five o'clock this morning. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he says Thursdays are hard for him, and I don't buy. I don't buy it. He's, just, <laughs> he's a bad, a bad supporter. He, he's the one who gives thoughts, right? He pays in thoughts. <laughs> yeah, he pays in thoughts. <laughs> Uh, well that's all right this is just the animal channel animal show yeah (laughs) Uh, so i watched the documentary really liked it i actually hadn't uh heard much of matt walsh before outside of like the one the interview that on dr phil so that was like the little that i'd actually heard of him that he seemed like Mm -hmm. oh he's like serious and 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 really intellectual i thought but then in the documentary like you mentioned that he was funny in there like okay let me see i'm like man he's so deadpan and it's hilarious like he and i wanted to ask you too is this called irony is he ironic because he like the way he delivers things he doesn't mean them and he's deadpan because i was like i'm learning alex tommy's that's considered (laughs) irony uh by like like really old definitions no one sort of pays attention to these things anymore but yeah that's irony um and that's my like that's the kind of humor that i grew up with whereas people being deadpan like completely deadpan and saying the most absurd things ever i love it yeah so to me, I was I was dying. Like that part in the women's march where there's a if you're not here for women, and he's like, "What is that?" Like, <laughs> like he doesn't laugh afterwards. He just uh-huh. says, "What is that?" People like, who commit to that, like I don't remember. <laughs> I mentioned this before to you, and uh, but like my one coworker when I worked at the newspaper, like he was so good at that. Like just whatever he'd say, it, not always even like like deadpan dead but just like say it so sincerely though and it would just be hilarious because like <laughs> i don't know just every time he spoke like i don't think he said anything serious but he always said it as if he was being serious and he was yeah. awesome <laughs> um but yeah so overall i just i enjoyed it and even the uh, uh, uh you described to to us before and in, in off air about how like it's you might not think of it as like you might not learn as much stuff if you're already like deeply involved and like oh i know what's going on as far as the whole transgender and everything goes but like for normies i do think it was really good um uh, to see what was going on but even for me there were some like just specific things or like emotional parts that i was like wow yeah i had never heard of scott before that yes yeah uh and I knew about uh, the end of gender and that author, but Miriam Grossman and that in the info that she went over about John Money and uh, Kinsey, that was stuff like I'd heard of Kinsey before, but like the stuff she went over into their research and what they've done, I'd never heard those things before. And that, so to me, that was new information. Most of the other stuff, like it wasn't new information. It was just, right. Uh, like showing stuff that a lot of normies wouldn't have known before. So to me, I felt like this was 
mostly just a really good introduction to mm-hmm. what's going on with gender ideology and how it's actually affecting children, especially. Um, but it was, it, I mean, it was funny. And there were times when it was really like disturbing or sad too. <laughs> like, yeah. It, with it, Scott. Well, I, yeah. He, when he got emotional, like I was tearing up that I'm like, man, like he, I, I don't know. Yeah. I just, like, I know about the, the types of thing. Not, I don't know all of the details. I'm not a biologist. I don't know everything, but, uh, <laughs> but just, you know, hearing like the, just the emotional in their their perspective of it though like that kind of thing always gets to me (laughs) um he he was really amazing Scott was um and uh how and and then that redheaded woman I don't remember what her name was but she was going on over like affirmation and she mentioned the the kid who what was she the one that was like in scrubs maybe maybe uh she was yeah she was yeah like a dark like purplish red color okay yeah yeah yeah. but she uh she was going over the idea that uh oh there's a student going to school that is pretending they're a cat so that they meow instead of answering questions and stuff i remember that video yeah and it was like oh my god that's so weird come on uh and like i don't know i this a lot of the gender ideology stuff feels like really illiterate about developmental psychology and the fact that kids fantasize about being like everything so like the idea that like a four-year-old is not going to want to two weeks later be something else is ridiculous yeah like because that seems like a normal thing and then like when you're looking at older people like i've heard this before but like stuff like oh if you as a woman if you hate if as a girl especially like if you're a teenage girl if you hate your period or your um your changing body then you must be trans and it's like no who who likes having a period it is not an enjoyable time for anyone no even the people in your house (laughs) no one is happy during this time it's like it's not a it's not a like a western thing to celebrate your period you know Mm. we don't do it and I I'm not saying we should either. Like I consider it like an inconvenience at the, yeah. at, like at the <laughs> very least, <laughs> you know, like, Oh, I guess I'm not going swimming today, you know, like, <laughs> but, but like they act like you have to love every part of your body or you're automatically dysphoric. And the problem with that is that like, I've got to say that most teenagers are really self-conscious I about thought, their Yeah. Bodies. That's what, that's what was really, <laughs> yeah, it's so upsetting to me just generally to hear that, like, that they know what's, what they want, what's best for them, anything. Cause like, I, I remember being a teenager and it sucked. It was terrible. Like I'm self-conscious, you know, insecure. I hated everything about myself and still getting over a lot of those things anyway. <laughs> like I've, I, uh, I, I, what was the other part too with like the, talk about like woman is something about being feminine and all these and like someone even used the word delicate and I was like geez is that what a woman is supposed to be though because like I don't know if I fit into that oh my god I can't believe how like I was like legit mad at that point because I was like do not like you like the stereotypes they were pulling up the old stereotypes to define what a woman was and I was like just 10 years ago 
if you went into like a women's studies course, they someone said that gender stereotypes are what define a, a woman, you would be screamed out yeah. of the classroom. Like, but it's totally flipped. And I and I and I think it's ridiculous. It's like, and these are the same people. That's the thing that's so crazy about it is that it ends up being a lot of the same people that like ten years ago would have screamed that someone they, out of the classroom. They don't actually have the value. Like they're just like whatever, whatever's the trendy thing now. So they don't really care yeah. about what they're saying because that's and that's how because I think you can they they like separate what they're saying from like actual thought because that's how they they can they can't answer questions like they can't even explain what a woman is and like that's okay with me like I don't need to know anything though but it was just really upset I mean like the like the delicate not upsetting but like but like man this is awkward man this is awkward for me though because I'm like I've never been dainty and that's something that I've been insecure about my whole life I'm five seven broad shouldered flat chested and my boyfriend constantly tells me I'm built like a football linebacker so uh. <laughs> I'm like, oh no, what, what's gonna come? <laughs> yeah, what's, <laughs> what is it that he's gonna be saying? Yeah, but like, yeah, like I, 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 and then at the same time, there were there's a lot of like feminists who define, and, and a lot of traditionalists who try to define womanhood through motherhood, and it's like the capability, like the the idea that you your body is built to have babies i'm that's a biological thing but that you should like or that you're maternal or necessarily nurturing like naturally or all those things i feel like we start to get into like some dangerous territory when we could just say that a woman is someone who is biologically female spoilers (laughs) we didn't even answer that until the end so I mean, for those who haven't seen the documentary, they go through like the entire thing and no one, like at least the ones that they're showing in the interviews, is able to define the term (laughs) woman. And I was trying to think too of like, how do I define, if I'm trying to think about about what being a woman is and uh, so before I finished watching it, so I was just like, do I go, would I want to go into like the social construct aspect of it or like the characteristics of like the of womanliness? Uh, and then ultimately they have the answer at the very end, and which is what I had also thought about too, because I was just like uh, adult human female. That seems like the easiest, most basic way of, of defining it. And no one could actually say that it, as I far know. as like the you know, the woke people go. Good God, the four woke interviews were insane. I, I mean, was, those were upsetting because they're like professional, they're doctors or, or you know, psychologists, like they're people, like they're respected There was a therapist. Yeah, there was a therapist. There was a pediatrician. There was a sociology professor. And the fourth one, I don't know that we ever heard what that person's job was. Well, yeah, what was the... The she, one that the woman was, who did the vaginoplasty, which one? Oh that yeah, one? that's right. I forgot about that one. That one, the fifth one, the gynecologist. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought it was funny, like the the based people, like there were a few based ones, and then the the psychiatrist who was based. She, I liked her a lot. Miriam Grossman, yeah. Yes, and then yeah. Hopefully, you know names because I didn't remember anyone's name. She, I looked her up. She, if you look her up, you'll find she has a website dedicated to fighting gender ideology and its effects on children. Yeah, she so, uh, yeah, she was so knowledgeable on it. 
she was really, really smart, really, a lot, of, a lot of really interesting information, especially about the history of like some of the mm-hmm. signs. Yeah. I didn't know all the people though. I remember the last name Money and I remember uh, Kinsey. I remember those yeah. two names. It was Money and Kinsey. Uh, Money is the one that forced a twin to, a when male he was twin. accidentally, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah it, a circumcision went wrong, and he, which is, I'm anti-circumcision, by the way. But um, be, not because, like, not because, like, I don't think men shouldn't do it, but I don't think that anyone has the right to do that to a to child. With that, like, they obviously the baby can't consent. Wait, just wait until they're older. I don't, I don't care. Like, if you do wait until they're older and they do consent to it, I don't care. But a baby. But anyway, what happened was is that the circumcision went wrong, which this does happen still to this day. Circumcision procedures can go wrong, and the baby. It's terrifying. Lost, yeah, I know he lost his penis. So then they just, oh, we're gonna raise him as a girl, and um, he was miserable. <laughs> like his whole life which side note the penis thing did remind me of the boys of the guy of that marketing guy in the show the boys who also yeah, lost his penis, penis but in a different way yeah he was he was mid-coitus when he was <laughs> yeah. yeah which is worse i think uh maybe I don't know. I mean, he had several years with his penis. That's fair. But then, so he knows what he lost, at least maybe someone else. Uh, but I guess, I like, the, the yeah, we know that he, he... He knew he was missing something. He just didn't know what it was. Well, at, at least, like, in that psycho- uh, psychologically, like, being forced to be something, like, I wonder if it's the penis itself that was, that caused, or, like, if someone did grow up, but, but grew up as a boy, that like, still able, not being forced to, to try and be this other gender, if that would have made it better for him, though. Like, obviously, he'd still be missing out in, in different aspects, but maybe it wouldn't it would have be, hurt him as I much psychologically. I don't think it would have hurt him as much psychologically because one of the some of the complaints that they had were was that he wanted to do sports and stuff mm-hmm. and he couldn't because he was a girl and like oh he 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 never felt like he fit in he felt awkward over like sexuality and stuff like that which he already would have but he couldn't even express the fact that oh I'm 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 mentally interested in girls but can't do anything about it that's not what he was which would be understandable you could get therapy for that you can try to work through that but knowing that not even knowing why you feel this way about everything in your life that's got to be worse in my mind like it's got to be worse yeah it was like externally induced a gender dysphoria that because like when he if he thought that he was supposed to be a girl his whole life and like i that he was in the wrong body because he didn't know yeah, it was uh, terrible. Uh, well, they also did, uh, they did that to a lot of intersex babies. Um, throughout. Yeah, where they just, like, they decide for them and then, then like, oh. Yeah. And they, they almost always decide they're going to be the girls. Wrong. Yeah. Oh, is that true? Yeah, it used, that's what it used to be, like, that they used to decide that they were going to be girls. If they were born with a testy, they would remove it. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, yeah, I guess, because, uh, they, so it'd be, you'd have the vagina and a, t- a testicle. Is that usually how? Yeah, it, it could happen that way. And one couple, they said that they were going to raise their their child as a boy because he did have a testy. And then um, the doctor wanted them to raise it as a girl and removed the boy's testy without their permission. 
What? They still raised the child as a boy and they sued the doctor because he did something without their consent. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, that was the child's one way of getting testosterone. Uh, that was pretty awful. Honestly, like, and I, and then there's a lot of shit like that, that goes, that has been going on for decades, uh, in the medical community when it comes to, you know, uh, accidents and intersex patients, especially babies. Like, and it's, I, I already knew about some of it before this, uh, mm-hmm. video. I didn't know about John money and the twins. I, that was not a case I'd heard about because it was not an intersex case. Right. But, like, there was a lot of, like, abuses of intersex patients throughout the, I mean, throughout decades of history in our country specifically. What's crazy to me, too, is how, it, it, like, even after all that, then people are like, we're going to continue to use this information and 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 they they use it for all the woke things of it. They're like, oh, yeah, like, we're pushing for this. And when you look back at it, you're like, why? When when the studies were false and, and uh, <laughs> terrible and all that. Oh, oh yeah, the, and, the, the Kinsey studies were so... Yeah, yeah well, that was one of the prison studies, right? Prison studies mm-hmm. and also figuring out how long it takes an infant, a male infant to, to orgasm. orgasm. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, oh, that was uh, very uncomfortable. Like, God, no, let's, can we like, I mean, it, it's sort of like a, a sexual mangala. Like we should not have been doing this. Like you should not right. have been doing this to children. What were you thinking? And it, to me, it's like, I understand wanting to do sexual research. Like I get it. You know, I I don't think it's a field that should be untouched, but I do think that it's kind of like wrong to do so with children. There's, there's (laughs) some information that we just won't, we won't know based on like certain moral reasons. So it's just like, yeah, we, because of that, like, you know, this information should remain a mystery. Yeah, uh, yeah. The information about children and their sexuality should probably remain in this gray, yeah. we won't know area, because to find out, we'd have to abuse them. So yes. it's like, no, yeah, because they can't no. consent. Baby yeah. can't do anything. Exactly, um, they can't before, consent. Before we continue further, I do want to just say yes. hello to chat because I see G-Man. He specifically said hello and said Beverly is always testy. Hi, G-Man. Let me scroll up. Hi, awesome one. Hi, JB. Hi, William Brown. Hi, is it Anony? Anony Moose? Anony Moose? I don't know if that's a word that I don't know or that's a name. Uh, hi, no fun, no hope. Raphael Madrigal. Valuable sandwich. Oh, thank you. It is a cool guitar. I don't know Chick Korea electric band tunes. I'm sorry. Hi, Aurora Deer. Uh, tree Surgeon. Who else? Eugene Seidel. Man, it's fun trying to pronounce names that I have no idea. What <laughs> sorry, I might be butchering everything. <laughs> O2HO2. Um, is that everyone? I think that's everyone. Oh, Johnny Boy Quick Draw. Hey, you're late. I was just <laughs> talking about you recently about how like, you know, he's always here in the show and I appreciate it. Like, he's there from like beginning to end and he wasn't even here for the beginning. <laughs> so very upset, Johnny boy. Uh, but hello. Thank you for, for visiting us. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, what was I going to say on the, 
the Kinsey, yeah, the, so he was trying to say that, that when you're talking about like sexuality, about uh, who people are attracted to, but he went to prisons to, to do it. And I forget what it was that he was trying to look at. It was the sexual, I don't remember now. Do you? No, I don't remember exactly. I watched it further, longer away than you did. Um, yeah, and I, I, that's why I have uh, to watch things multiple times. Cause I, I'm lucky I retained <laughs> any information at all. But yeah, he was, he was looking at prisoners and he was, there was a lot about his research that was just not, and and here's the thing too, is that like I've looked into the methodologies of a lot of famous research um, because I was kind of always interested in like, we have these suppositions that are long held in a lot of scientific fields that we may or may not have been proven well that a lot of people take for granted. Like for example, Jane Goodall's um, research into chimpanzees is actually really bad. Her methodology is really? was extremely flawed. Really? Uh, oh, I didn't. Yeah. I don't know. I've never researched into her at all. So, it's like one huh. of the is, and like Kinsey's research is his methodologies were terrible. Um, well, the what was the the I don't again I don't remember names. So I'm just going to call her the Asian woman in the documentary where she was talking about how like they they want you to already have a. a, a an idea like you know, the 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 answer to whatever hypothesis that you're going to have for your studies oh, yeah, though yeah, and they yeah. already and so then she's like well that's not how you do science like you don't want to already have your, your conclusion you Deborah so so. her name is Deborah so but yeah Perfect. uh yeah there's too much of that uh kind of thing going on in science especially lately but like it they, the thing is though is that as methodologies got better uh theses and hypothesis got worse over time so now like a lot of hypothesis is based on ideology instead of actually trying to prove something and um it was kind of funny too because like the american dental association had to like announce at one point in the last like i want to say 12 years or so that they actually had no research to back up the idea that flossing improves your dental health because no no one had research actually researched it. Now we can know from uh, if you take data from dentists and you have patients that self-report that they floss every day versus patients that self-report that they don't. That flossing is actually of a benefit, but there was no actual the clinical data to back up the claim. And a lot of that goes on. Like um, we have like one of the one of the best ones is that uh, salt is bad for you, <laughs> and I, I love that one uh, because you know how they always tell you like after a workout you need to get your electrolytes up. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Salt is an electrolyte. Yeah, because well, it's a mineral, um, and that's what an electrolyte is. And the thing is, though, is that the old method before Gatorade exists was to take a salt tab and dissolve it in water and drink that after your workout. Okay. But then they were like, oh, no, wait, salt's bad for your heart. And it's kind of a supposition. They have never decided how much salt is actually bad for your heart, Um, which I'm not going to argue the point that maybe it is, but we don't know how much. I never Uh, know anything. I I mean, because there's that with salt. I just stopped believing like 
everything was, which isn't to say that like, you know, I'm just like cautious and think like everything in moderation. Cause like you, I hear, I hear both sides like eggs. Oh, eggs are, are really great for you. Oh, eggs are terrible for you. Like you should only ever eat the egg whites and never the egg yolks. Oh, egg yolks have like nutritional value that blah, blah, blah. And yeah. so you should only eat one a day. You can eat seven a day. Like They did the same thing with potatoes. They said, oh, potatoes are bad for you. Yeah. Oh wait, uh, potatoes are good for you, but not the skin. Oh no, wait, the skin has a lot of nutritional value. Like you can't, there's a lot you can't trust there. Now, the problem with the, the salt thing and the electrolyte thing is that they replaced the, the electrolyte method, the electrolyte replenishment method with um, like stuff like Gatorade and Powerade, which has high fructose corn syrup in it. So you're actually getting a lot of sugar you wouldn't have gotten if you had just put a salt tab in water. And that, right. so that's like kind of a problem there <laughs> like and uh and so there's a lot of that kind of stuff been going on especially in the u.s and um it's really hard to look at anything pre like 1970 uh well even 1980 back science wise and see methodology that is actually worth looking at honestly and then after that it's a lot harder to find uh, science that is without ideology. There's like a split there. So we're the, the John Money and the and in Kinsey, Kinsey's bad methodology and ideology, honestly. But then John Money is definitely ideology um, mm-hmm. based, and it's it's very hard to like trust a lot of the the research, so-called research that comes out these days because. <laughs> it's hard to try. I mean, like when they say research, too, you never know what's all gone. And they used to say, you know, back in what fifties. I don't know what what point it changed. I guess by seventies, from what I remember from the Brady Bunch, uh, that cigarettes were like the cigarettes were great for you. So like everyone should have that. And then eventually mm-hmm. they were like, no. And then even looking mm-hmm. at any anything like food, anything that you're putting into your body though because it's just like the food pyramid we learned that growing up the bottom one is is carbs like put in all all of the so wheat and everything carbs. and then then now they're like carbs are, you don't want those <laughs> then, uh but then now it's like you should have some so again it's that's I, I think the food pyramid when i learned that was bad that was when i was like well i can't trust anything then like <laughs> why should i believe Cause, like what's the new thing now it's like the plate or whatever and oh, um plate, but it's yeah. or they had, they had an upside down pyramid now it's like this weird plate thing and um but it's the just like is- I, it's whatever's current and whatever they're saying like and it's going to constantly change because then no one ever knows anything so i did research into what uh why we have a 2000 calorie diet recommended oh yeah okay that's wrong it was from the government obviously it was from the federal government but like scientists said that women needed on average 22 to 2400 calories and men needed 2400 to 2600 calories Hmm. and uh the government said oh that's they're too stupid they're not going to get that we're going to lower it down to 2000 and it was like that's your reasoning for giving everyone bad data for decades It's like, well, they're going to be dumb if you treat them dumb, obviously. And that, and so to me, I'm sort of like, yeah, you should probably have, depending, especially on your height, a, a higher amount of calories. I honestly had like a common sense moment where I was like, there's no way that everyone in the world 
is supposed to eat 2,000 calories. Yeah, the, the, the same <laughs> amount. Like, no. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense, like an average, maybe based on it. Do you think that the metabolic rates, uh, like when, because I've done calculators and stuff on that too to try and figure out, do you think those are more accurate when they've, because uh, those are kind of, they have to guess too, because everyone's bodies are different. But do you think when you calculate those, that those might be more accurate? Because like mine, because they do like just the basal metabolic rate when you're not, if you just lay, if you lie in bed and never move at all, <laughs> I, I forget what mine is. Maybe that like sixteen hundred or something. 15, no, I think right, it's getting lower because <laughs> I've been losing weight, but yeah. the, uh, which has been disappointing because like, well, now I can't eat as much. <laughs> but, <laughs> but so it might be down to like fifteen hundred or something. So then, but then it, you factor in that like, oh, you might be doing some sort of activity throughout the day. <laughs> Well, I mean, the basic of the basics of weight loss, like, I, I mean, every like, you do have to be very specific when it comes to what your body is doing on a regular basis, to know how many calories you should be consuming. And if you adjust your activity level, you have to adjust your calorie input, like this is not like a crazy idea. Like to me, no, it seems like common sense. Yeah. You have the calories in calories out, like then exercise yeah. that's going to help more too. So that's, yeah, that's pretty much so we're trying to estimate like, okay, I think this yeah. is how I much. Mean, right? and it, I don't know the science behind that one. That one I'm not researched. I've never gone to get a test. Like before I get a test, I do always like try to research it to see like how it works because I, and which kind of, I think drives some doctors insane that they're like, wait, you're not just going to trust me that this is what I, and I'm like, why would I, like, I don't know, maybe because I got a bunch of tests when I was younger, uh, when I was first an adult. And I felt like a lot of them were like, the doctors didn't really know what they were doing. They were just going through a checklist of things they wanted to do, uh, for this condition, this, this perceived condition, we need to do these things. So I, Instead, I now as as I've gotten older, I I become more proactive, and I really want to just research it. Yeah. No. Yeah. No fun, no hope. Says eat when you're hungry. That is actually, uh, and if you are not hungry, do not eat. That was that's actually what I I called the Elizabeth first method because Elizabeth first that's what she did. She if she was she didn't have set times to eat. She literally just ate when waited she was until. Yeah, and then you have to be. What I've read too, like uh, sometimes, like you, you want to stay hydrated because sometimes you might think you're hungry, but like, oh, you you just need to hydrate, and then that helps as well. So, so there are different things too of just understanding your body's needs, which I never know anything. (laughs) I've mentioned this before. I can't remember if it was on or off air, but just like sometimes when I have some when I don't know what's going on or I'm sick or so you know something's happening, I'm like I'm dying. I'm dying right now, <laughs> just terrified and panicking, and then that just you know exacerbates the problem. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I would. I see. That's my thought, though, is that if they are so wrong ab- about so many things when it comes to just how we're supposed to consume food, I cannot help but think that anything more complicated than that, and they are going to fuck it up. Like, yeah, I, yeah, and that includes transition like i mm-hmm. i'm like i'm just gonna assume you're wrong from the outstart and and then work back from there because i already know that you've gotten like i expect science to be more wrong than it is right 
Not yes. because well, I'm jaded, but because that's how the how it works. You're testing things out. Science is ever changing, and that's the thing with the coof too. That was really uh, problematic to me, where especially right at the beginning, where people were so had friends about like, well, this is what's going to happen. This is how it is, and I kept thinking like, how do you know that? Like time there hasn't been time to like see the effects of it though like and 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 that they th- you know like the, the science is settled quote unquote <laughs> that like why that is just the most retarded thing to say ever because like it's it never is though and you can just look back and see all the different things like as far as what foods and stuff you can eat and and whatever whatever is healthy everyone's wrong constantly and no one can agree on anything and then and people live and people die doing all of the, of the above. So it's just kind of like, I don't know, when people can be so 100% certain on, on things like that. Um, that's why I always love like simple math, because it, it, which they're trying to ruin too, because it's just yeah. like two plus two equals four. And I love that because it's black and white. You can't <laughs> question it, but they are trying. But <laughs> Yeah. Whenever they do question it and whenever someone brings up Kareem, I cannot help but myself, but I, I, I send the gif of... Picard in uh, the next generation screaming at that Romulan there are four lights <laughs> like every single time because it, to me it feels like the same thing it feels like the exact same thing because it is kind of a it's a kind of a reference to uh, to uh, um, uh, 1984 but to me I'm like uh, that. that's like there's no gif that I would use from 1984 the movie to do that but for um for for the purposes of using star trek that scene is so dark like because he he is torturing him and it feels like an emotional mental torture the way that they are trying to make us agree to these like really convoluted ideas uh like undefining a woman like <laughs> like two plus two equals five they i don't know if you saw it, but there was a, a thread of tweets where some woman asked her liberal boyfriend what a um what a a, a woman is asked him to define it oh. and he sent her like so many like long texts that were so annoying and so many of them like at the beginning he was all like you, it has to um, account for 100% uh, of the things that are a woman and 0% of the things that aren't. That's what the definition has to do. And it's like, no, that's not how that works. Definitions do not work that way. They are not that concrete. No definition is exact concrete every time. W- language would not work if, if, mm. if we had to do that. And then also... It's the thing my friend Cable brings up all the time that it's the three-legged cat problem that they're like, there's this exception where there's a cat with only three legs. So is that still really a cat? And it's like, yes. (laughs) My example is always that if my spleen doesn't work anymore or never did work, but I was born that way and my spleen didn't work, doesn't change the fact that it is a spleen. Pathology does not change the inherent a supposed function of an organ and that's or item of (laughs) non-organic what is it where they like the the idea where if every 
piece of your body, I guess we'll say minus your brain, were replaced with something with a different, someone else's or like whatever, are you still the same person? Or I guess, and then you can use that for like a cat too. Like if it's just the cat yeah. brain and like another cat body. Well, that's the, the ship of thesis um, uh, thought experiment. There's a ship of thesis. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Museum and they replace every piece of it. Is yeah. It I remember. Okay. Yeah. Thesis. That's what I was yeah. They, they actually brought it up in uh, WandaVision. Uh, which I'd already heard of it. And oh, I was yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Hey. Like, uh, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's very interesting thought experiment. And uh, the thing is, though, is that it's like, what part of you is you? Um, well, and the thing is, though, is that saying that your body is you or, or saying that each individual, like, it's really hard to answer that question without falling into kind of like, the weird issues. And it's like, it's not actually an important question to me. Like, I don't find it to be an important question. I feel, I feel like it's kind of almost obs, obs, I can never say that word. It's, it's like shrouding the point of the skating. That is a hard yes. word to say. Yes. <laughs> I, like I was like, shroud- I'm about to say it, but I'm scared now too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like shrouding the issue of, you know, like this is a woman, you know, like, um, and, and I'll admit that, like, I've seen some trans women that I just thought they were women. Like, honestly, yeah, like until White. they told me, I thought they were women. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and I was, but that's not the reality. You can be fooled by something and it not be real. Like, you know, like, there's this video of a, of a cat sitting on a roof, but it looks like a dog poking its head through the roof. And then it turns and it's a cat. You were tricked. You thought it was a dog, but it wasn't a dog. It was a cat. <laughs> and that's what in the uh, in the film too, where they have like they talk about like your reality, like this is your truth. And uh, it, it, and but then Matt Walsh is very particular. But like I I want this. We just have the this reality. Truth. I want the truth. And <laughs> people were so like, mal- like I was not surprised, but really upset by like how many people were just you know like saying things like. You're uh, using the word truth is condescending and harmful, I think, is an actual quote by the one college the professor or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, uh, side note, was... too, I think sorry, the start, the, the, the people in chat were saying that it's Cardassian. Card- I've never actually seen Cardassian. Oh, oh, instead you're... of Romul- Romulus. Romulus. You're right. I mean, yeah, you're right. He Cardassian. is a Cardassian. Uh, Thank you for calling me on that. I saw a couple, and I'm like, I don't know why they're saying this. And then when I saw Romulan, I'm like, oh, because I'm like, I've never, I know, I know the meme and I know like the the concept, but I've never watched it. The funny thing is that the latest time that I tweeted, there are four lights and a like parody joke account uh, retweeted it saying, there's actually five, see, with four light bulbs. (laughs) And the name of the account was that character, that Cardassian character who's Uh torturing him, torturing him. And the profile pic was his picture. And I was like, see, this is why we don't want Elon Musk to force everyone to use the real photo and their real name, because we don't have hilarious accounts like that. And <laughs> I want accounts like that to keep existing because that, that made my day. The fact that someone did that, like he literally like waits for someone to tweet that image. And I mean, that's just hilarious. Right. Oh, no fun, no hope. Thank you for the callback to the correction. I got you, boo. <laughs> <laughs> and then he also says, watch some Dan- damn TNG, Beverly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I know. 
I, it's my but, uh, favorite. It's the <laughs> I've only watched the original though, so I guess I love William Shatner. <laughs> <laughs> I really, I really liked TNG. TNG was my favorite. I've heard um, that it's good. It just yeah, never, never bothered. But um, um, anyway, so what were we in the film? The oh yeah, just the people talk like the, yeah the 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 sociologist and man was he annoying but like they all oh were like all of those people like and it's just like the way that they talk to you and then like how offended that they they were about, about the truth and reality and how they could not define woman and they it, they hated words because they well someone said like you keep invoking the word truth and and yeah, that, that, I think was that was right sociology. before he said the yeah the condescending yeah, yeah. yeah 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 and the one that really like it's early in the thing in the documentary is when he's talking the pediatrician and he goes well four-year-olds believe in santa claus but santa claus oh, yeah. isn't real and she goes but he is real to them and he's like yeah but they but santa claus isn't real he's not and, actually real and and she's like no no no, no. he he's real to them like in their world he's real and it's like that doesn't change the fact that he is not real like sorry to any four-year-olds watching this that i just ruined christmas oh for 2022 for Wait, you but it's not real <laughs> sorry beverly <laughs> he's been bringing me my presents <laughs> but yeah it's it was just... that fat man that was under the tree it's christmas <laughs> <laughs> definitely saw someone but yeah, like the idea that like you could possibly at any like that subjective reality, that's what she was essentially mm-hmm. arguing for in that, is one of the most horrifying concepts to ever hit our society. So, yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> someone, I'm not going to name names here, but someone within like the the internet community of people. I remember like when I watched her videos before and she mentioned like talking of subjective reality. And that was one of the first things where I was like, you, and she's supposed to be like unwoke, but then I'm like, that's not a great thing. And I was like, I, uh. <laughs> and then it went, it went very downhill after that. But um, she, yeah, the, the idea of subjective reality allows people to honestly do horrible things. Uh, I think it, it paves the way for really, really awful things mm-hmm. because if we can't agree on reality, we can't agree on morality. So if we can't agree on morality, then it's totally justified to do really terrible things and scream yeah, that they're good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, the ends justify the means is always such a like dangerous thing to me too. Oh, I know. Um, <laughs> the So the the... Which one is it? The the vaginoplasty one, the gynecologist. She, funnily enough, reminded me of my gynecologist <laughs> that I saw recently. Like just like her demeanor, like the personality of like, and she kept kind of saying, you know, when when Matt Walsh would ask about like, are you concerned about like the long term effects or like how you know the people who have changed their minds and but she's just. Not really, not at all. Like very slim. Like if it rarely happens. There's not, mm. yeah. Like <laughs> just your fate. Like it was just so annoying. But it, so not that mine did that exactly. But it was just something, something similar into, into like, like where she seems language. knowledgeable. And then, but she, the guy. I know I mentioned this to you before too, off camera. Mm. But about how she 
like was pushing for me to get the coof shot too. And I'm like, what does that have to do with checking other parts? That was, <laughs> he went like 10 minutes long ago and I was just like nodding like, oh, mm-hmm, wow. And saying how <laughs> Omicron's coming and it's gonna be bad. I'm like, oh, this is after I've already heard that like it, it's, it spreads a lot, but it's very, very mild. mild. And so she's saying yeah. like how bad it's gonna be. And then later on in a follow-up phone call just to like give res- t- test results, like the nurse asked me and said that the doctor had asked me I uh, wanted to know whether I had ended up getting the coof shot and I was like no not yet and I'd like to cancel my follow-up appointment now so <laughs> thanks it was funny I I only went to like one kind of doctor who asked me that recently uh, it was an allergist which I also have asthma so a lot of people thought that I should have gotten the shot I never did mm. um because technically I was in a uh at risk although i right. still haven't gotten it and i and also like gotten the shot or gotten the illness mm-hmm. right and the thing is about that is that my my reasoning in the beginning was well it's relatively new science i don't i can't yet understand it so i'm not going to do anything about it and my risk profile is actually incredibly low because i'd never go anywhere so i'm i'm relatively safe right now but so i told the doctor asked you know, and it was just like, it's, he's got his list of questions and he asked and I said, no. And he goes, Oh, have you gotten sick? And I was like, no. And he's like, really? And he's like, you're really lucky. And I, and I was like, no, you don't get it, man. I don't go anywhere. Like <laughs> This is the first time I've been out of my house in like two months. And I know that sounds really bad. <laughs> I sound like such a shudder. But, and, and, and I know some of my friends are like, please, like, we should go out. And I'm like, okay, I want to go out to dinner. <laughs> no, like, I don't want to go do an errand. I want to go out to dinner. Yeah. And, uh, I like that. But like, so to me, I'm, he didn't pressure me at all. And I was like, that's why I might come back to you. Right, yeah, that's what my uh, when I moved back, like I had to find like new people. And the the GP that I went to to for a checkup, he he asked me, "Is like, have you you know gotten the the COVID shot?" And I said, "No," or, or no, what was? I think he asked the flu shot first, and, and yeah, I think he asked COVID first, and I said no, and he said, "Do you have you gotten the flu shot?" And I said, "No," like, is it free? And I didn't know like, if I had to pay because I was paying out of pocket. But I liked that he just he asked the question. I said no. He moved on. Like he didn't try pushing anything. He didn't say anything else. I asked about the flu shot whether it cost money or not. I think it did, so I didn't get. I never. I usually never get it. I, think, I only got I it once while I had health insurance because I don't get <laughs> sick, and that's what. I and that and the other thing that I had concerns about the gynecologist too is that when I I said that that when my boyfriend had COVID he got really really sick and I took care of him the entire time and I never seemed to get it and except I had cramps for a couple of days uh, and then that's when like my TMI everyone but you know, this is biology <laughs> and anatomy stuff but then after for four women. years yeah yeah after four years of not having a period it came back right after that and I was like this seems you know kind of the the timing seems strange though and I asked like is that possible because you I know too that things can fluctuate especially illnesses like uh, big illnesses like that can affect and she was really yeah weight loss weight gain illnesses um like a bad fever Mm -hmm. um, like uh, a genetic disorder all these things can affect a menstrual cycle 
and a gynecologist should know that. Yeah, but she, so that's what she was really adamant about. Like, no, like that it would have nothing to do. And and she she did sound knowledgeable about like other reasons of like or what was you know happening, but. But it was just, it was so strange to me that she would just completely say like, no, like this definitely is not a thing that caused it. And like, how, again, how can you say something for certain when this is still new? And and they're saying that the, the shot itself can affect it as well. So like, why couldn't the actual illness like potentially have something to do with it? But I also don't know if I ended, ever got it because I tested yeah. negative, but that's the thing. So I, and I haven't, I mean, like I don't, always do things but like when I do go out like I, I I've barely been careful about anything I've shared <laughs> drinks and food I don't wear a mask because most places don't need to uh yeah I've been so much not <laughs> careful during this time um but I also normally don't go out and do that much um but I, I just you probably I see more people than I do though yeah yeah I, I definitely uh, but so, uh, so I'd say that like I'm not, I'm not, a, I don't go out like a bunch that I'm like, I'm a big social person, but like, I definitely have, I go out like at a, an okay amount, um, especially <laughs> in the last couple of years. And, and then like, you know, I was still hugging people. I was still like, I, my, I guess I could say my habits really did not change. Cause I already barely did anything. And then when I did do stuff, I was just like, still again, like sharing food, hugging people and all that. And, uh, yeah and I just I don't remember the last time I got sick it's been like I'll feel like maybe a cold coming on like oh I'm, I'm tired and I, I might need to like sleep on it and then I'm fine the next day and but like that's at most like I haven't had like a I'm in bed for a few days flu in years I did I it I didn't I got the flu a couple times I think when I was a kid but I used to get a lot of sinus infections and bronchitis mm. a lot like that was my thing. I got those a lot. But then, uh, and and then like all through high school, college, for years after I, when I went into the professional field, I did not catch the flu, did not get a flu shot, which everybody told me that I should because of my asthma and I didn't, but I didn't catch the flu. And then I got it one time uh, and I took, and it was kind of funny. I took a day off of work uh, and like, it was the one time I called in sick in like, I don't want to say like eight years and, <laughs> and like, I've taken days off of work, but not for illness for fun. For, like I would like, yeah. Oh, I want to, you know, have some time to myself, but never called in sick before. And my, like my coworkers were like, this is weird. Like Alex must really not feel well to not come <laughs> in. And, <laughs> and I had a fever and I just, I did not sleep well and all, like, but I didn't, but I didn't go in. I, I recovered like in really quickly and I went back to work the next day and I was like, I'm back. I'm fine now. And like, I haven't gotten up the flu since then. Yeah. So I was, <laughs> I, I was just going to say, I just don't think that like, it's it, like for some people, it's not that big a deal. Like, mm -hmm. you know. And I remember like when they were first talking about mandates, there was this thing where they said, you get the flu shot every year. And I was like, I can't tell you the last time I got a flu shot. No one told me I couldn't come to work if I didn't get the flu shot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. That's why I only, I got the flu shot a, a few years ago and that's just because it came with the health insurance that I had at the time. So I was like, yeah, you know, free stuff. I'll take it. But uh, mm -hmm. outside of that, like I never bothered doing it because I just like it doesn't matter like I actually in a weird way I kind of like getting sick sometimes because it like 
it accumulates where I'm like, oh, I'm not sick throughout the whole couple of years. And once it actually happens and I'm like, oh, now I'm kind of like, you know, removing all of the toxins <laughs> sort of thing that kind of, uh, and, and it's an excuse to just like, well, I'm going to not be responsible for a few days. I'm doing nothing. Like, it, <laughs> even though it might suck, like, you know, having to be in bed or whatever, but like, it's also kind of just like, okay, I can turn off for a bit from being <laughs> an adult or whatever. So um, but I haven't had that, so. <laughs> I've been really good since probably about 2014, I want to say, about not getting sinus or bronchitis infections. Mm, good. Ever. And one of the reasons why is because I take, when I start getting really congested, I take preventative, like the oh, stuff yeah, I yeah. would take if I was on sinus, if I did have an infection, like Sudafed or uh, Mucinex, I take when I'm really congested and I don't get sick. Um, and I, like, I, I, the last time I had a sinus infection, I was bleeding. Like it was bad. That was the worst one. And I was like, I don't ever want to get a sinus infection again. This is ridiculous. And I, and so like now I, I'm more, I'm more preventative with how I handle like congestion. Like, cause I do have allergies, so I'm going to get congested real bad often. Mm -hmm. So like. I have to have a, a thing of Sudafed on hand at all times. <laughs> uh-huh. I remember my roommate in college, he he would get nosebleeds. Right? And it, it was kind of disconcerting sometimes too, though, because it would just like drip down. And, and now after watching the boys, now I'm just like, is your head going to explode? <laughs> <laughs> is your head oh. going to explode? <laughs> just watched that episode in season two. I think it was the first episode. I think I watched, uh, what was it? It it was six feet under. It used to be really big in there. Like, oh, I want to like, watch that. And I was in high school when that show came out. And like, there's this one episode where this woman is like partying and like, wait, she's about to go into some like event or something with her friends. And then she goes, Oh, I don't feel so good. And then, or like, she starts bleeding from her nose. She's a brain aneurysm. I know. And I that remember is, like, like my, and I was like, that's a thing. That's, that's my biggest thing that fear. That's <laughs> But yeah, that is one of my biggest fears as far as like things happen because it's just like you don't know that it it can just happen and you I think I, I started getting terrified of that from a buff the Buffy the Vampire Slayer episode when it happened to her mom and she died in season five. I'm like, man, what a way to go. <laughs> that like you don't see it coming, like, oh, and now you're bringing back these fears. I hate yeah. It's so terrible. Well, you know, it was kind of funny though, because like someone had uh, when I was in grad school, someone had written a story where his family and one of the kids dies suddenly of an aneurysm and it was such a normal day. And that was the point of the story is that it was just so typical and then everything changed and there was seemingly no reason. Like there was no way to change it. There was no way that they could have done anything different. The girl just died of an aneurysm. And I remember my teacher going, make it mean more. And I was like, I I think you're writing a different story for the student. Like, yeah. I'm a student too. And I'm like, no, 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 no. The point is how shocking. That is when dr- you just, yeah. When someone just keels over, which is a thing that happens. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know what you want. no warning sign. Yeah. yeah. That's- I, I've, I, that was like one of my problems though with being in a creative pro- writing program is that so often the teachers didn't want to teach you how to be a better writer and write what you wanted to write. They wanted you to be the kind of writer they were. Yeah. And- yeah. Oh, yeah. I, th- I remember I had a writing class and the the instructor had, he said something about how like the, the, 
dialogue, it was just like a really short story or something. And like the, di- but the dialogue didn't seem realistic, but it, it was kind of like, Hey, how's it going? I'm like, but that's like what people say. Like, that's what I say. Like the, I, I to me, it was just that like a, uh, I'm, I'm still kind of confused by it though. Cause like a lot of times I, I even write in like in <laughs> dialogue, that, um, but yes, I don't know. It, it just kind of like, who are you? And especially depending on the characters too, because someone might be like, oh, this character, he's way more analytical. He's going to like, he just, he spe- he doesn't even speak in, in contractions or whatever. Like that's just, you know, maybe you're a sort of Asperger-y and, um, and someone else like, I, right. And I only, I, I only write in with her. She says like wanna and gonna. And like, so she never says want to. And, and But like, I'm particular in that story of just like, oh, every time she says it and other characters don't say it because like this is like how their, their speech. Yeah. And maybe I'm just writing it to spite that college instructor or, <laughs> but it's just kind of like how I, how I picture it in my head though. Like, well, yeah, see, like they have the different thing, though, speech patterns. Uh, everyone does have a different speech pattern. Uh, some people mirror, depending, like some people have mirroring ten- tendencies. If they're with someone, they'll mirror more mm. how that person speaks. That's true. That's uh, that's not that common though. Um, but, and then, like, I mean, like extreme noticeable mirroring uh, is not that common. Um, to some extent, everybody does it a little bit. But the thing is, but the thing is, though, is that, like, I find it really annoying that your teachers are, like, pushing you like that, like, to do what it, like, and especially considering I've would, I would, I would complained about this before, but too many literary authors, their voices all sound the same. Like, yeah. not, not to each other, but, like, their, their characters all sound the same. And their novels all sound the same. Like everything is so samey. So, <laughs> yeah. And I think that's the thing that I'm trying with writing now. Uh, and maybe that helps with like D and D and improv when you're like having to play. Like here are these different characters. Like uh, yeah, especially as a dungeon master, they're like I'm having to play a bunch of different characters. And I know a lot of the f- the female characters I play. They kind of, they're like, oh, they sound a little too similar. Like they all kind of, cause it's just like a, when there's so many, it's hard to like have a different, but then a lot of the guys though, I might have like a the, the Southern, I always have to do like certain catchphrases, like get into it. And he, he goes, I do declare. <laughs> so I start off with that and, and it just became like every, they always expect it. Anytime he talks, he has to say it like as the first thing and end it. It became his like ringtone too. in the, like the magical <laughs> calling that we have. And, um, and it's, but like, if I didn't do it, then they're all just like turn and look at me and, and are aghast. But, uh, but so like, yeah, they're, I, for some reason, like the girls just end up being more like, nope, she's just like a friendly girl here who's talking a little bit in a softer voice. And so then when I, but then when they're all, to, when those characters might be together, I'm like, oh, how do I change? I need to like change this up a little bit to like show some sort of difference. So it's just like a slight, like you're a little more sassy, you're a little more deadpan, but it's, uh, and so that can be well, difficult when I'm like hundreds of characters now. Well, the, to me, the thing that annoys me is that they like, they, the the teachers and some of the people who like are in book clubs and stuff. Uh, speaking of which, our book, book clubs. Club on clubs. Sunday. <laughs> I was thinking about how I forgot to say that at the beginning of house <laughs> book club Sunday, twelve p.m. Eastern. House of Leaves. Mark Z. Danielewski. Alex is hosting. <laughs> and I'm very excited. Please show up. Um, I'm I'm worried about it because I'm like I don't know how much spoilers you're gonna give, and I'm more I'm like how how big are the twists going to be? Cause I'm still not very far into it <laughs> and I want to finish, but I'm like, <sighs> I know. But like, so, 
that's what I was saying. Um, they, uh, so they, they would say that, oh, it's, it, while it is re realistic for a character to say, how's it going? That's just wasted time. And I'm like, and, and like, it's like, they do say that though. Like, how do people greet each other? Like someone greeting someone with like, hey, motherfucker versus how's it going? That's a huge difference in relationship. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah, come on. Yeah. like, and then like at the same time, so many of these people they're like the not especially novels they have no plot they're like really really long short stories and uh they they have no major dramatic question and people defend it well real life doesn't work that way and i'm like god so you are picking and choosing when you think real life applies <laughs> and it's pissing me off because i think crafting the novel in, in like in recognizing it as a crafted thing is most important when you're looking at the major dramatic question and the plot and making sure that the ending has impact. Now, when it comes to the realism, that has to do with the little moments. Honestly, yes. those bring more to the table uh, than putting it on the opposite side. Like to me, I'm like this, this reversal is making some really boring novels right now. So I'm like, I don't, I'd rather have a writer say, how's it going? than have them not have an ending to their novel. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. I lost my train of thought just now. <laughs> um, the, the, I have no ending to the sentence. You keep talking for a second. <laughs> Everyone is complaining about our answers to the poll, but oh, uh, oh, <laughs> I, I can answer the poll. It doesn't have XX chromosomes or a uterus. Yeah, I know that was the the point of the poll is in reference to the documentary. If you haven't seen, because they were all terrible answers, and uh, you don't get to answer anything that like actually makes sense. Um, basically they're they're kind of based on the um the circular logic the bad mm -hmm. right exactly I, I, yeah the bad ideas like at one point the the last answer that you can give um is what the sociologist you, almost yeah. exactly turned what? why don't you tell me what your truth okay. is and i don't think he said that he was the only one i think there were a couple of people that asked like, well what do you think it means and and remember the thing i was going to say it was uh just based on like when especially in a fictional story i, I think because of improv this is has helped me be more okay with this type of thing what if you're, you're in a fictional book if you establish the world that it's in, like then I can buy, I'll, I'll accept anything like you, the magic realism type of thing. Like if you, <laughs> bless you. Thank you. If you have, uh, you know, like the octopus is born from this, from this human person and human woman. Uh, and, or even, I'll even say too, like if a man gives birth in your fictional story, but you have this established world that this can happen, like I will accept like, and that's okay with me if you can set up the world to, to me and that can mute. Yeah, I I agree. I'm reading and I'm doing it for unsafe space. I'm reading the men right now, and I, God, it's it's taken me back two years to when I was going to those book clubs that were all super woke, and I'm like, uh -huh. oh, I want to blow my brains out. <laughs> I'm like, two times speed, get through this now. <laughs> Gosh, yeah, right. Oh, yes. okay. Well, I'm. Thank you for taking one for the team. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, all right. What else in chat? I've been ignoring them uh, for a yeah. bit now. We've got Captain Z didn't like the no uterus. Um, she's searching. I've been having a hell of a time getting through that book. Yeah. Oh, uh, you're talking about House of Leaves. I, I I enjoy it, but I am slow at it too. Reading those footnotes and everything. So, but I but like. I'm, and I don't remember how far I, I got into it when when I read it years ago too. But some of it, I'm like, oh, I remember this. I remember this, and um, and so I need to I need to <laughs> hurry up and read more. But um, the let me see what else is there. How far um, are you right now? Not very far at all. <laughs> Still pretty early on. Into this, yeah. How far? What do you think? How far should I try to reach by a Sunday to make it like this is okay enough? Well, everything starts really devolving around chapter 10, I would say. Uh, well, there are no promises. I will. Um, let me see. One of the most important chapters is probably, um, especially if you're talking specifically about Navitson record, uh, the, uh, is chapter 13, the Minotaur. Oh, my gosh. Okay, I will yeah. try. I don't think I'll get to yeah. 10. I don't know. I mean, there's... the. Like, honestly, you could skip things like the appendixes, uh, definitely. Like, oh, and, okay, that's in between in there, yeah. Okay. And honestly, like, I glaze over at most of the um footnotes because a lot of them are not actual content, except for the ones that are by Johnny True, like uh, the ones that are like literally oh, just the like citations, just, a, just like a citation. I don't even really look at those. Okay, like, yeah, I glance at them. I don't like read fully, but I'll just see that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And part of me is also worried. I'm like, is this gonna like? Is this part of like? Do I need to remember some of these things? Is that gonna come back later? And well, you, you gotta remember that m- the ones that say that they reference the Navitson record don't exist. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. So then I'm like, but then <laughs> is it, I don't know if it's like a puzzle that's gonna come together later. On <laughs> no, later there's so there's no puzzle. Don't worry. Okay. <laughs> Which I'm kind of disappointed by because I was like, that'd be cool to have a book. Like I really like that where it's just like you have to like hear these like small small pieces that like seem insignificant but then they, they they come together later on and they're important um there was i remember the first time i read this there was a footnote in one of the chapters that labeled j was j and i looked through the entire more than 700 pages to find j and i couldn't <laughs> and i was like like first I looked through the chapter and I looked through the chapter a few times and then I like looked through the whole book and I was like, I don't think it exists. <laughs> and I was like, I think he just trolled me. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. All right. Well, I will do my best to power through yeah. this very dense book. <laughs> um, but uh, so I guess back to you. Um, the this documentary because I we have a couple other topics but I want to just mention too oh so I thought it was funny that the the woman who reminded me of the gynecologist terrible but the based psych, psychiatrist woman what was her I forget her name again um but she she reminded Miriam me Grossman Miriam Grossman reminded me of my psychology instructor in college too where I was just like <laughs> yeah even again there's just kind of like the demeanor and just like how how was she how, how knowledgeable she was and just kind of the personality and it was just like these stark differences of mm. like yeah you're very likable and this other one I'm that you sound like you know things but I don't trust you <laughs> what I love about Deborah So the end of gender mm. author is how dead pan non-emotive that woman is like she yeah. like I, re- I watched 
her do an interview that was kind of like the guy was a little silly, but he was like a conservative and stuff. And he asked some like silly questions of her. And, she, and in response, she's just like, she doesn't say anything. She doesn't raise an eyebrow. There's nothing. It's like, wow, this woman should play professional poker. Like, <laughs> my God, Deborah So would fucking kill a professional <laughs> poker. She should go into it. Like, if the book deal, if her next book deal doesn't work out, like, definitely go that go that route. <laughs> yeah, I I was just listening to a podcast about a, a woman professional poker thing and about how, I guess it was kind of a thing about like oh stereotypes of of gender uh, uh, mm. roles and how she was able to like use it to like her advantage sometimes too of like what the guys would expect of her and so she played it so it was kind of interesting did you know Jennifer Tilly the actress is a yes. professional poker player oh no yeah. oh yeah, wow she, she's so chatty and bubbly like so bubbly. you don't know whether yeah or, or she, she really does poker she's like Really, she's like oh. a brick wall, and but she still wears like incredibly cleavagey shirts. Mm, so then to distract them, all right. You <laughs> yeah, so she like advantage. leans over to grab her chips, yeah. and, <laughs> and they're like, she's "What was I betting?" Yeah, uh, <laughs> but I kind of like the I, I and this happens more in like sitcoms and stuff too. I, I think I remember and I Love Lucy was similar, or just like, but if anyone's just like. You know you're chatty and stuff and you're acting like you don't know what you're doing and then that's how like you win though too because you're just like actually I've got a bunch of the but like if you can if you have like a poker face is just like really bubbly and chatty so they don't know like or you like are that, reactive they did that on that tv show psych uh, yes Sean, okay he, there's a poker episode and Sean plays poker and um he he's very emotive and up mm -hmm. the whole time but he's also amazing at reading people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and that's the whole plot of the, the Yeah. The show. Just yeah. Like, he's not actually psychic. He's just really good at like noticing things. Yeah. Was, I love the one where he wants to go back to high school for an investigation and they're like, You don't look like you could be a student. Do you squint a lot? And he's like, What? And because like every it, it's kind of a joke on the 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 format because every time he notices something, oh yeah, he goes he squints. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that show and I still need to watch the second movie that came out like within the last year or something really watched like after season nine I, I don't think I watched anything else I, season my, nine? I thought it ended at season eight I think they brought it back for one more season but like oh. I, I don't remember the numbers but oh. there's there's the last episode with Carrie Ellis yes. and I love oh my god I know he's woke he's like so he's so funny he is but that episode is hilarious and that character is hilarious. Uh, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. So like, I like there's that part where um, like, you know, Sean's undercover and he's in his ear and, and like, he's like, don't speak, don't speak, don't speak, please don't speak, please don't. It like comes from, goes from a command to begging really <laughs> fast. And then he's begging and begging and begging and his begging gets worse and worse before <laughs> Sean speaks. It, it, that scene is just amazing like that that's definitely like for a late episode definitely worth watching the episode about where they basically redo the cloudy with the chance of murder was awful and a lot of people go you don't get the joke and, you, and i'm like oh the joke that reboots are awful no that's that's a that's a joke i get but it's a 42 minute long joke that has run out of you know gas within the first few minutes that's the problem. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I don't think they get that. 
Yeah, I oh oh was it they had the the dual spires episode too for Twin oh, Peaks yeah. and I thought I I love how playful that's why Castle with Nathan Fillion reminds me of Psych too because they do a lot of playful things in there and they could do it like seriously too. There's the in Castle they had uh, the two characters Castle's the Nathan Fillion and then there's the the detective woman Kate Beckett they finally get together and then like the two other homicide detectives like they're interviewing someone who happened to be like they have no idea that that Beckett and and Castle are off together for the weekend at this place and they have to interview a guy for to help Castle out and he's like yeah she, he was like with this you know brown haired uh, woman and then the homicide detective is like what she look like what did she look like. <laughs> really intense like describe <laughs> but he's just trying to figure out if they're actually together now or not yeah it was just this really intense scene like played so seriously and it was hilarious <laughs> that's funny i didn't i didn't watch much of that show unfortunately i watched like a few episodes i didn't i just didn't get much of a chance to watch it like i can now it's on hulu but mm-hmm. i just haven't gotten around to it i and it's, i love all detective shows and it's and it's a fun one so it's yeah yeah <laughs> um, I like was that cloudy with a chance of meatballs? That's what I was thinking. <laughs> it was cloudy with a chance yeah. of murder. I was first thinking meatballs. Um, did we get a definition of a woman yet? We did say earlier. Uh, the actual answer is a human female, uh, ad- adult human female. Um, but in the film, they said what I love to like multiple people saying, "Why do you care so much?" When he's <laughs> trying to just like ask the truth, and they're like, "It's not a big deal," because they're just they can't answer it. And they're like. <laughs> It's weird to me that you that this is you know such a big deal to you. Like, why well, I don't understand why you care so much. And and the gender ideologists, they were so hostile to continuing the interviews, like especially the sociologist. Yeah. He was like really mean about it. But then like for the pediatrician, when he brought up that Lupron is used as a chemical castrant, you know, uh, for pedophiles, mm-hmm. like she's like. I think this interview is over. Yeah. And it was and like, oh, wow, I got to keep, keep up that I'm a pleasant woman like behavior. But Jesus, like that was yeah. that was telling Even that that's the, the question. <laughs> the congressman, too, who really did, at least everyone else kind of kept talking when they were saying that they wanted to end it. But the congressman was just like, we're done here. And then they get up and then his assistant leave or whatever. Is, you guys need to leave now. And I'm like, wow, yeah. geez. That was pretty um, rough. <laughs> But because they, they they had the whole like it's answers where it's someone who identifies as a woman and he's like well, you know like circular arguments and like can, and he asks too like can you define the woman without using the word woman and they could not uh, but it, and so it has the whole like postmodernism thing where words don't mean anything uh, and what was at the end the the I think it was the Doctor Phil one too where they ha- I saw that they had to take down the episode because the people on it they were too emotionally damaged by the conversation like wow that's <laughs> pathetic <laughs> it really but, is it, like to be honest with you like a lot of this stuff wouldn't happen in a place that is much more extreme about gender roles like it, mm. Those the those kind of people would probably be dead, and it's like and and they're bitching that 
someone didn't agree with them on TV. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The delicate yeah. nature of your psychology. Like, jeez. I, I think, and I think it's an excuse to, I mean, like maybe, maybe they are so emotional that they do feel like I, I can also believe that. But I also think that like, oh, you're embarrassed by this because, you know, that the normal people around the country think that, that this is ridiculous and that you're retarded. And, <laughs> Um, so Wait, then they I want love to, that that guy with the long hair and he acts very yeah. feminine, but he's got a beard. Full beard. Yeah, yeah. I've seen actual men with less mm. like full beards than that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's I don't, and that's why they can't define woman. I, and I think that's what makes it the whole transgenderism difficult for people with with gender dysphoria because I mean, and that's what the forgetting her name miriam miriam grossman okay do you have the first name <laughs> and i was so happy because I, I wasn't sure at first whether she was going to be based or not though or i was just like who are you talking to now like oh you're actually meant like explaining how like this is a very small percentage of people in the world who have have this issue and uh and i understand like and so she's sympathetic toward it too you're not just trying to say like i i i don't discount that they have these problems and i think they should be addressed like specifically though like and it shouldn't just be like hey everyone can be trans or whatever like yeah, yeah. I, but the uh oh God, sorry i lost my train of thought again um <laughs> she let me see what i have for notes um i i just think that it's it's bad for people who who if you're trying to say that like uh, that there is no distinction between man and woman because that is what people with gender dysphoria need so that's why they need the gender stereotypes because if they don't have those then like what are they feeling like that they feel that they're supposed to be this opposite thing and if it's just kind of like well and and for me though i i do like the concept of like a woman can be whatever like you want like you don't have to be feminine you can because like i don't fall into that and i so i, I that's why i dislike the they them thing because you're just i know people who are like oh i'm not manly enough so i'm stopping like i want to be they them because i don't like well you're just reinforcing the stereotype of what it means to be a man by saying that you that you're not going to be one anymore though like if you yeah. stayed a man and you're you're more effeminate then that's okay because that you encompass like or like a man can be any of these things but for people with gender dysphoria they need to have starker contrast and i don't understand anyone who if you're going to transition you're you would you should i would imagine you would want to be that extreme stereotype as much as you can if you're a, a man who wants to be a woman though like you're gonna be more girly you've got blair white who's very girly and and, and beautiful honestly she's girlier than me she's like, way girlier than me though like, like she's a little too girly like, I, I i i'm i don't know how how much in common i would have with her because like i'm not i don't really hang out with very girly people and then uh buck angel too like he seems oh like a cool guy it was the thing I'm, I I showed a picture of Buck Angel to some guy I know, and he goes, "That is like that guy is manlier than me." Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Like, and I'm like, laugh about that because it's it's kind of like, well, these are the success stories, but the, at the same time, Tranpaz, who often likes to call himself, you know, Buck Angel and Blair White, they're not pro gender ideology. They're not like. Uh, they're not the the group of people that were in this documentary that were like, yeah, kids can do this. They're very against that, like very much so. Mm -hmm. And um, 
And because, and part of it is about, and then also they recognize biological, you know, reality. One of Black Angel's most common arguments is that, uh, of course, biology, biological sets exist. That's how transition can even exist. Right. Is that it, transition cannot exist if biological sex does not also exist. And it's like, yeah. <laughs> you can't transition if there isn't a thing to transition to. Like if you're just kind of like, well, whatever. And yeah. Uh, so it just it, it doesn't make sense to me. Uh, side note, JB says, YouTube messing with the stream, went to check Tim. And when I tried to come back, not in history, not in feed, had to manual search channel. That's good to know. I mean, I'm one, I'm not surprised if it's just the topic that we're talking about. Two, I'm not surprised if unsafe space just generally is being like shadow banned. So this is good evidence to kind of see that this might be happening yeah it might be a little bit the subject i don't imagine youtube's very pro what is a woman right now (laughs) yeah yeah right um so i because everyone hates women why wouldn't you well i can't even define it so who knows um but yeah i just i'm so so bothered by like these these people and the the respected professions who who keep talking about all of this nonsense and I, yeah, I, I was very frustrated, like just sitting there, like seething, like my gosh, you, you guys are really like, and you're dealing with children, and you're talking in public about these things. Uh, yeah, I know the pediatrician really bothered me, like mm-hmm. a lot. Like I'm like, you stay away from kids. You like, I I don't know if you think that I'm not supportive of the idea of circumcising male babies because they can't consent obviously i'm not okay with putting children on um puberty blockers i'm not okay with transitioning them uh as children either like puberty blockers are not reversible no matter how many times they say it they are not reversible Uh, right yeah that was a big thing too that it's it's one it's crazy to me that all the doctors now are trying to affect firm the transition so that they that like uh, rather I remember like a decade ago like learning how it used to be like you would go for therapy for like months or even years to like try and figure out like is this what you need is this right for you is there something else that we can do instead like it's pretty much a last resort for like actual medical changes to your body that they would do it and now it's the first thing that they do and it's so terrifying I know what is a cat says 10 over the I know everyone's <laughs> like, Oh look, it's her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now we know what a cat is. I thought you can see it. She's not a three legged cat. A cat is an asshole. That's what a cat is. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, also with this, I, I loved when JBB, uh, Jordan Peterson comes in too. I didn't realize he was going to be in it, but he just kind of like, I don't know, steals the show and it was because he's the one who, he talks like the, he's the most, he's always like slightly shouting when he speaks, yeah, and, like, he um, but like not, like, not so aggressively, but like, he's just kind, kind of like, like a certain. So it, I wish there was some clips between Deborah So and Jordan. Hell yeah. Like, like show the two of them because like first show Deborah So just, you poker face and then mm-hmm. show Jordan Him, Peterson he's... practically shouting in those arms going everywhere. <laughs> uh, yeah. I love them both. They're so amazing. <laughs> um, 
I'm sure they have more stuff to say because like, there was so much in it. I think it's worthwhile watching if people haven't yet because I just thought like one, even if you already know all the things, like there's there are small bits of information um, and just hearing it directly from from the people, like the good ones and the terrible ones talking just to <laughs> kind of like get that more emotionally in your brain. Um, I think the last things that I have like on small parts, I was bothered in, at least in the, the title, the, the, um, the, yeah, the intro video part of it where it had, what is a woman? It didn't capitalize is, which in most, like if you're going to capitalize other words within, within a, a title though, like ver I've read that like verbs are supposed to always be capitalized yeah, then. They are. Um, uh, it depends on if you're doing, um, so each, uh, style guide has its own rules. Right. APA is wrong. Like, I don't care. I, I've never they learned say, that. I never liked <laughs> They say that you only capitalize the first word. Like, it's a sentence. Oh. And I'm like, then what distinguishes it? Like, and, they, and then they do we that. Do like, that. they do that to other people's titles, too. They decapitalize. And it's like, no, 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 no. You have to match the capitalization of the original author's. Oh, uh, I would hate that. Yeah. Okay. So. And then, so, and then, like, another one is uh, MLA, which is what I'm more That's how expert I know. Yeah. in because yeah. I'm an, I was an English major. So, every, um, no, do not capitalize articles. And most right. of the time, don't capitalize prepositions. Right. But every, capitalize the first word, the last word, uh, adjectives, nouns, being, verbs, uh, verbs. Um, I think... Uh, prepositions too. I think they uh, have, have done ones like where it's like five letters or or more that you yeah. might and, and at least or and it varies. I know I have my own because I was just like there are different style guides forever and and when I like compare different ones, I'm like I don't like this rule. I don't like this rule. I like <laughs> so unsafe space. We actually have our own style guide. <laughs> made my own because I'm like no. I get to, like, I'm proofreading all of these, like, articles and things. We're going to do what I want. <laughs> so I have, like, That's funny. things for it. But um, and when I worked at the newspaper, we had the AP style. And I I don't know if that was specific to that or our own, but, like, we also did the only the first word and the, then the headline is capitalized. And I I don't know if you have any uh, difference to newspaper with that or not, but, like, I, I wasn't the biggest fan because, yeah, I'd prefer, <laughs> like, you know that this is, like, the header of it though like it should be capitalized yeah. but we did get I, a super chat i see that yes g-man thank you if a child wants to live with santa at the north pole and help him make toys we should affirm their decision why is this so complicated <laughs> <laughs> you're right so any children out there if you need to go to the north pole we'll, we'll start a fundraiser to help send you send you up there to, and again i don't know who that fat man was under my christmas tree if santa was <laughs> Uh, and then what was my last, oh, just generally like what, how awkward the conversations were with like Matt Walsh and like his interviews, it reminded me of the office because it was just yeah. like these awkward silences. And I'm like, I, because the office would make me feel like, look uncomfortable watching it a lot of the times. And especially the first half of the documentary, I was like, oh, this is cringy just because it's like, I feel bad for him in the situation. And, and, but he also, he's like, so 
like stoic and and how because like he doesn't care like what's happening to him though he just I I respect that same thing with like Ryan Long like when, whenever he goes out on the street and does his like street interviews for his, his sketches and things oh, like he's so good at that but I'm like how do you like you just have no shame like I would be uncomfortable like having to just go up to these strangers and you know get yelled at or whatever though too and it's uh, <laughs> Oh, there was that, uh, I can't remember her name, but she got, she got banned from Twitter recently. She was doing interviews on the street and we'd want it. The one that I really liked, she was interviewing people at a gas station, asking them if they really felt like, you know, America was doing well. And they were like all black people, like every single one of them, um, which spoke to where she was, I think more than anything. And they were all of them going, no, it's shitty. I mean, do you see those prices? Like it was so funny, but she got banned from Twitter, unfortunately. Um, so you can still see those videos on Twitter because other people have put them up, but. Okay. But she's no longer. She's gone. <laughs> it's stupid though. She shouldn't, she shouldn't yeah. be gone. It's annoying. Um, Speaking of Twitter, so I guess unless you have any final thoughts on this, we can uh, no. <laughs> try and, and <laughs> jump in on a couple other. I know we had like other ones. I forget what I even put in the in the title. We, we've the, the got thumbnail. the Vengeance trailer. Oh, the Vengeance trailer and the Disney insect. That one. Okay, but then Twitter. You wanted to talk about Ryan uh, David Tuttle and his in the yes person. A so bit. we can so we can talk about that first too. And then yeah, so. Uh, for those of you who watch my 451 degrees uh, videos, I do a lot of interviews. And one of my interviews is Ryan David Tuttle, who I've met through Twitter. And someone has been following his Twitter for months and s taking screenshots of his tweets. And they have taken them to his university to try to like get him kicked out of his university program. And, and, and it's just insane uh that they're that they're doing that because it's yeah. like we like no one should be uh afraid to lose their job or their position at a university as a student or as a professor for what they write on twitter and is and they're trying i he did say that they're like trying to tell him that he can't post things on twitter and it's like essentially uh and it's like you don't believe in academic freedom if you're telling people what they can and cannot post on twitter like i'm sorry that's not appropriate and you are probably a publicly funded university which means you should be held to the first amendment you should allow your students and your professors to post what they want in social media you know i i like even like really horrible things honestly too uh but no, like, and by the way, Ryan's Twitter is mostly hilarious and is not really offensive, doesn't really call for any kind of violence or crimes. It's mostly just silly, funny content. But for some reason, this is enough for, you know, him to have a, have to have a meeting. And I'm so I wanted people to know about it. I found out about it today. Um, and I was just I was just mad about it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, that's. Again, all these things are frustrating, and that's why I moved to the middle of nowhere and live with a bunch of animals. Because as frustrating as they are, it's in different, more fun ways. <laughs> yeah, and a lot of poop, a lot, a <laughs> lot of poop. Uh, but I'm sorry, I, I feel bad for him. So I hope. Yeah, is there anything that we can do as a community to help? Um, my my suggestion is to uh, reach out to him on Twitter if you're on Twitter, and you know, tell him that 
you're uh, you support him saying what he wants to say on Twitter. Like, right? Like, uh, honestly, like I'm, <laughs> I'm like really. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a bummer. Uh, what's his? Is Roro or something? That's his handle. Yeah, I just want to get the link out. Uh, I can't find him. Did he get banned? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. Um, my daughter Twitter. No momento. Everything's loading really slowly. <laughs> I do follow him. Yeah, me too. But I, I'm he's, not. He's not popping up for me. Tuttle, it's Tuttle Ryan David is his. It's at Tuttle Ryan David is his profile. Okay, there it is. I don't know why it wasn't showing up. It's just searching. <sighs> okay, let me post it in chat. <laughs> URL. People can go to it. Yeah. Uh, is there a Beverly chicken shop? Beverly. What? <laughs> I, I, what? <laughs> Am I a chicken shop? Or I don't have a... No. Oh, we have eggs. We sell eggs, actually. Yeah. Um, okay. Vengeance. Are we? Do you think the stream would get taken down completely if we watched the trailer, or you think that we'd just get a copyright strike and not make any money? Probably a copyright strike. Legally, technically, they're not. Uh, they're not supposed to. But I know but they that will. They... Uh, but yeah, we can. But I, I don't believe it would take down the video entirely okay um, I guess we although can we do have post editing abilities for right if we have to you can take we it out to, we can, can we can okay. take it out then let's do that because i forget everything about this trailer and i meant to watch it before we did the stream but again chaos yeah. ensued so <laughs> uh let me find and i guess while we do that do i have the link up the disney um just real quick that one was a short thing i think but yeah you had you had linked me to Disney's Peter Rice ousted in major executive shakeup. Um, do you know anything more specifically while I'm trying to pull up the no, What I know is that he used to work for Fox. And oh, did that, he? Oh. Yeah, he did. And that um, the head of, of Disney, uh, who's an idiot, by the way, uh, has oh, told, yeah, told him that we don't feel like you fit into our, like, you know, community and environment anymore essentially and there are some rumors that the guy was going after the head of C uh, the head of disney's job um so but yeah peter rice has been removed uh like to some extent is probably partially because of the fact that he used to work for fox yeah uh, you know but yeah bob chapik is the ceo of disney i hate that guy um. <laughs> he's like I don't know. Disney has gotten so lazy with its content over the last decade, and it's it just annoys me. They just do remakes and reboots and sequels, right. just on live action remakes, and it's just like ad nauseum. It's like take risks on your titles for God's sake. They don't do it anymore. They're they're playing it so stupid safe. I hate it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that's been a big thing. With, like, no one ever does anything new. Yeah, um, and, and and so that you just keep rebooting everything, and you're like, yeah. Part of it's like sometimes it's cool to see something that's like re remade and 
that's not just the, the, like, oh, it was made in the, the 80s, but now we have like better technology or something to do. Like, okay, like I can, like we've talked before that like just because it's a new or like that isn't, and it's not inherently bad or it'll be different, but oh, I but guess. With Dis- oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say with Disney though, I feel like they have, they're not take, they're, everything is written by community, a committee. Everything is yeah. designed yeah, by so committee. It's, the, it's like yeah. really like like they're worse than probably most of the other major studios when it comes to that kind of stuff, and that's why right. it drives me nuts specifically about them. I'll <laughs> say as far as shows go, I I don't know why this ad of only murders in the building is everywhere on this page, but I actually really enjoyed that show. So. <laughs> haven't seen it like I, I it, and maybe once season two comes out I'll definitely want to talk about it though because it, it's a fun okay. show again it's murder mystery but then they're yeah <laughs> and I don't think it's like I don't think they really have much wokeness in there at all uh, mm. if I recall correctly so so yeah like, you you don't really have a ton of like political things there which is nice awesome one says he's going to um advertise your chicken products on the next Tim Pool SWAT. <laughs> and I'm like, no, no, no. Advertise my book, my novel, the next time yeah. I get swatted. I did think the quarterings thing about like putting all those su- huge super chats in Tim Pool's live stream was pretty hilarious. I Is thought, that what happened? Like, I didn't know any details about it. Yeah, so he Tim Pool got swatted again, so he leaves, but he left the chat the the live stream up. And yeah, while he yeah, did, I saw that was like the, an empty room or something. Right? Yeah, it was. It was an empty room, and the and the quartering Jeremy he goes there and he puts in like three or four hundred dollar super chats to wherein he advertises his coffee, his <laughs> new coffee brand, and like there's this there's this point where like Tim Pool is like describing what happened with that, and he's like, "What's going on with chat? What's going on with chat?" And then he goes, "Oh," and he sees it, goes, "Jeremy." Like, <laughs> Like between both of them, like I thought it was like a really nice, like you know, kind of sweet and funny. But also, he gave him like three, four hundred dollars yeah. to to advertise his coffee. <laughs> well, no, awesome one. I'd rather you just pay us money here rather than paying Tim Pool and advertising my things because I don't. Yeah, really. <laughs> Hi, Zato. He says meow, meow. And he puts, yeah. I don't want to assume anything. So there's some sort of like four legged animal with a tail mm. emoji, but I don't want to well, assume I if it's a cat see or not. Three legs I, in that oh, emoji. you're right. It's a three legged <laughs> cat like you were doing. From before. Three legged cat. Good <laughs> Good job, Zato. Uh, yeah, okay. So Disney is just continuing to suck, I guess, is what we're, is ultimately what this news yep. is. Yeah, essentially. <laughs> um, and then we have this uh, other topic, the Vengeance trailer, which we'll play and see whether or not we're allowed to. But yeah, again, we could just cut the end of the stream. <laughs> uh-huh. I forget yeah. everything that happened in this. And we'll even see if I can play this without it ruining because my internet's so terrible. Uh, so we'll find out. I'm going to avoid full screening because that'll probably mess everything up. I have a story. Can you hear that? Yep. Okay. All right. Then let's do this. This is the Vengeance trailer by it's directed and star directed by and starring BJ Novak from The Office. Uh, oops. Welcome to Texas. 
I have a story. Okay. I'm in West Texas, where this family just lost their daughter to an opiate overdose. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. It's okay, it's not someone I was close to. But you flew to Texas for it? Uh, yes, uh, it was a girl I hooked up with a few times. Her family thought that we were more serious than I did. I've heard so much about you. I've, I've heard, yeah. Evelyn just didn't die, she was murdered. What? And the two of us are gonna avenge her death. So as like a personal boundary, I won't avenge deaths. But here's what I can do. I'm gonna record everything that you think happened to Abilene and we'll put it on a podcast and we'll see where it leads. What evidence does he have that it was a murder? Nothing. And that's the story. What's this podcast about? A new American reality where people invent these conspiracies. You got deep state, pill pushers, cartels, the law. Because the truth is too hard to accept. My Prius exploded. Oh my God. What if you were driving a real car with gas and stuff? The problem isn't that these people aren't smart. The problem is that they are. How do you take your coffee? In the mouth. If you want people to open up to you, you gotta act like one of us. Who here is a diehard fan of the University of Texas? <laughs> and who here is a fan of Texas Tech? What if she was murdered? This just keeps getting bigger and bigger. Looks like two pairs of prints, cowboy boots. Calling out an APB to find two men wearing cowboy boots. <laughs> <laughs> What happened to her? Why do you care so much? Why do you care so little? We're so lucky in you, Abilene. I really don't know what you saw. I mean, art sees art. Texas has a whole world. You can't solve something like this with a 40 guy. It's the breakdown of society's what it is. Yes, ma'am. I think that's very wise. You're going to need a 12 gauge, a couple of ARs, no. Western yep. automatic, and no. a sidearm yep. for no. safety. No. <laughs> Where are you right now? Uh, I'm in an Uber. Whoops, stop. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I thought it was funny too that they had a, why do you care so much? I'm like, oh, they said that in the, in the what is a woman? <laughs> they didn't yeah, care they so did. much about. So, okay, what are your first thoughts on that? So, like, I have complained about the idea that people with with accents from southern states are stupid or perceived as stupid, especially in Hollywood, all the time. And I feel like this is one of those things that is basically saying, no, like they're not stupid. Why? Like, and that people with different beliefs or don't necessarily go to prestigious colleges are stupid. Like those are also non-true statements. Um, and I feel like this is actually playing with that. And also kind of poking fun at the true crime podcast bullshit because yeah. a lot of that, like I know there was kind of a kerfuffle on Twitter about that today. Some oh, was woman there? Had, yeah, there was. It was kind of funny. Some woman accused uh, people saying that true crime is exploitive of victims and their families and glorifies actual murder and murderers. Um as uh like she was she said that the actual criticism is because it was something women liked and i was like oh, i don't know that that's true but like uh that uh but like so to me there was a lot here 
And it was funny too, because I saw this on Facebook as an ad. That was the first time I saw this. And I, and I looked at the comments and one of the comments was everyone from uh, the South is dumb. Uh, everyone in flyover country is dumb. Hollywood is great. The end. And I was like, you, like everyone dogpiled on that. <laughs> yeah. It was funny though. Everyone dogpiled on that person because they're like, you did not watch this. Like clearly you did not because it's, it is that thing I talked about where they're setting up a sandcastle to knock mm. over. The sandcastle is that from the BJ Novak character that, oh, these people are dumb. They're wrong. They, they do, can't face the truth. And then what happens is Prius explodes. Like that's the sandcastle starting to be knocked over. And that is kind of, so to me, I was like, this is a really good example, especially with that comment of people not noticing that a, a title is necessarily like moving this setting something up and then moving you past it to show how wrong that setup is. Um, like his idea that these people are dumb. Like there's a literal line from Ashton Kutcher saying the problem isn't that these people are not smart. It's that they are like, it's very like, I, I don't know. It's a lot nicer. I think it's a lot more in, which hate to use this word inclusive of <laughs> regions and the type of people that usually Hollywood wants to exclude. Yeah. So I, I, and I appreciate that for once. I think, I mean, yeah, it's, I don't know what Ashton Kutcher's political affiliation really is, but like he's in the ranch and so like, and so like he, it just kind of, it's, it's the Southern thing. Like, I don't know if he, and he's on the more conservative side or not. I don't know, but I, uh, Honestly, he's very big into promoting um, uh, human trafficking prevention. Okay. That's one of his big topics. That's mostly what he does now, honestly. Really? Uh, oh. Yeah. He spends a lot of time on it. On it. Um, and then uh, he was supposed to go on a date with a girl once, and then she was murdered that night. Like, he literally oh knocked God. on the door, and she was inside dead, and he didn't oh know God. it. And he had a, he had a freaking, like, testify at the trial. Oh God. Not a lot of people know wow. that. I don't know why. It, it was not never really big news. But, yeah, that's something that happened to Ashton Kutcher. Jeez. Yeah, I... <laughs> Well, it's fascinating. I mean, I am into true crime stuff, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, only murders in the building is the, is a, another thing about podcasting too. So they get into like, oh, let's jump on the, on the bandwagon here. And, but uh, yeah, I the the southern thing like it reminds me of an improv scene actually back in in a class that I had because they I don't remember how the suggestion came about, but. It, of whether they were kind of the scene if the suggestion was like try oh i think we had to do like kind of like the like the the, the inverse or like subvert the stereotypes of what you expect and they got like some sort of like southerners or country people so it was like three girls they were going in and they were just like like the kind of cowboy i think they were cowboys so like sitting by a fireplace but then they're talking like it was a lot of like intellectual thing like it was like very philosophical very heady types of, and like the dialogue but they had like the strong southern accent they had like all of like the different kind of like stereotypical affects and stuff of it and that's and i'm like oh yeah like you know the contrast of like what you expect to, to find and then with this, like that's what made it hilarious, and that was a really good scene. And it just kind of reminds me, like Vengeance reminds me of that. It kind of reminds me also of uh, Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Oh yeah, uh, which is a like a like 
you know, the it's fun of the hillbillies are dumb and mm-hmm. creepy. Um, I mean, like, I love the scene at the beginning when he, like, he comes up to them as they're shopping and just, like, laughs maniacally as he's holding a pitchfork. Like, <laughs> and it's just because he's socially nervous and he's never approached a woman before. It's just, it, it, but then, like, from the perspective of them, of these college kids being approached by this stranger they don't know who's holding a pitchfork. Yeah, that's fucking terrifying. <laughs> but, like, he's, like, he's he's got like a memory like a steel trap like he remembers everything and and he's so he's like he kills at trivia pursuit like every like that's one of the things that about that character i love that movie i know like it's a horror comedy film Mm -hmm. and it and it plays on the idea that in a lot of horror the idea is that uh, for americans anyway that we're afraid of the wilderness uh and the people in the wilderness um Honestly, I still think that is true for a lot of Americans and that a lot of especially urban Americans are very like anti people who live out in the boonies. And it's like, well, that makes you kind of like prejudiced that you you assume that they're dumb. You assume that they're dangerous. We have uh, we've had friends in Chicago come vi- visit us out here because like, oh, it's peaceful out. But then they also kind of feel like, oh, like the woods or you're walking down these back roads and then you're kind of nervous about like, oh, if a person, you know, like someone might come out, you know, like and get you or something. And we're like, no, I mean, like, if anything, like maybe be more concerned about a bear if <laughs> yeah. it might like, like animal. And I'm not even concerned about like those either, but it's just kind of like people around here. Like I'm not afraid of of that though and everyone has guns too so it's kind of most people aren't going to mess with one another and most people are really friendly around i i i mean i've been in a city most of my life i spent eight years in a more small town for college but um I have always found that I felt less safe in the city. Like I just from knowing the fact that this is where all the people are <laughs> and that people are like, yeah, people are going to be the ones that are going to hurt you. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, here's the thing. I am way less concerned about getting mugged in a small town than I, or unless it's a tourist town, because tourist towns, mm-hmm, small yeah. or large have high mudding rates. Then I like, but like a small town that's non-tourist, I'm not worried about getting mucked. My own town that I grew up in, Phoenix, this large city, what's one of the largest cities of the country. Yes, being mugged is a daily concern. Like if I go outside, I'm like, hmm, will someone attack me? I don't know. Like I carry mace and a knife everywhere I go because like a lot of the places I go, they won't let me carry a gun. And um, so, yeah, which Chicago. I'm like, mm-hmm. Thanks so much. You you you're basically saying you can't protect yourself on the way here or the way home from here, and it's like that's not fair. That like you shouldn't be able to do that. Um, but like yeah. So and I've had I, I know people have gotten mugged here. Uh, someone I knew got mugged when I was in high school uh, on her way home from school. Uh, uh, so to me, I'm sort of and, and that was in one of the nicer. Uh, parts of the Phoenix metropolitan area. So yeah, to me, I'm sort of like, no, 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 no. The urban areas are, are more scary than the rural areas. The rural areas, the worry is uh, being able to take care of yourself. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's yeah, the concern. I think uh, if you're, maybe it might be different when you're like not, not around, like living around here, but I think 
community wise, like I don't hang out with, I just, again, I don't hang out with a lot of people, but like the little that I've interacted with the neighbors, the one guy down the road, like he's, he's just an old sweet man who's always riding around on his tractor with his dog and stuff. But, <laughs> but he like, uh, but they're, I, I don't know, they're, it's just kind of people are like, yeah, if you really, if you needed help, I think they'd be willing to like, to help you out. And the thing is, that I guess like in a city, you have more people around that if you like scream for help, there may be more people to hear it, whether or not they would actually come to help you. I don't know. Out here, I think people might be more willing if they thought that there was something like actually, because sometimes you just hear like, oh, like a child screaming, but you don't know if they're like playing and running like or whatever, like there's oh, just God. shouting. So, but they- That reminds, oh, yeah. that reminds me of this story. So, you know, hunters, they fire three times up into the air if they get lost. Oh, okay. Okay. I kind of that, That's yeah. a thing like to write, to, to show like other people will hear this and they'll go, well, it's three times in a row. You got lost. You need help. Okay. Well, there's oh, there's all these like videos on YouTube of people reading Reddit stories, and one of them was of this these urbanites who went camping, and then they're like, we heard three shots nearby, and we were terrified, and I'm um, like, and I'm like, oh my god, you morons! <laughs> I don't even hunt, and I know this. If I went camping, which is not a thing I enjoy to do, if I heard three shots, I would be concerned that someone was lost. But oh gosh, I say I never even think about. I mean, because sometimes you hear shot, and I don't know the count, but like people test stuff around here. Like so, you're like, oh yeah, we're going hunting, so like we're we're test shooting. So I hear gunshots a lot, but then it's different when it's just like, oh, you hear that in Chicago versus hearing it out here. Like like oh, in Chicago, I'm like I hope those are fireworks, and out here, yeah. I still hope they're fire, but I can't see from from this <laughs> where all the trees are. But it's just kind of like yeah, if they're gunshots, it's just like people either actually <laughs> hunting or or testing things out, but. Yeah, but yeah, from awesome one, three shots in a city means someone else. is yeah. dead. <laughs> yeah, that's what like I would look. I lived in the, all the places that we live were in fairly nice locations in Chicago because I lived in Old Town, which was like right across the street from Second City, actually. And then we lived in uh, uh, Lakeview and um, I don't even remember what it was called now, Lincoln Lincoln Square. So like those are all like fairly nice neighborhoods. And uh, we were fortunate enough that we never had anything happen to us. My coworker at Second City got mugged at gunpoint twice <laughs> with the, oh. in the three years that I worked there. Uh, I've had other people like that. Yeah, people have been mugged, and like I'd look online to see what crimes and stuff. Like, oh, there was like this, you know, mugging or, or gunshot or knife uh, knifing, and um, and that was just like a couple blocks away from where I live. And so it was just like, yeah, it is around here, but fortunately, like I happened to never come and maybe that's where it's good to not be like the most girly dainty person though because like when I'd walk like I mean mug at night time I'm like I'm not tall I'm only 5'3 but I wear if I if I go walking I wear a motorcycle jacket um <laughs> and uh and I you I usually wear headphones but not to the point where I can't hear you can't what's hear on. what's yeah to be aware yeah of um I'm very aware of what's going on. There was one point where I crossed a guy. We were both on the sidewalk. And this was in the afternoon, by the way. So it's not like it was early morning, which sometimes I would walk and the sun hadn't risen yet. But like, so this was the afternoon. I cross paths with him and I see, and this is the nice thing about wearing glasses all the time is that I have reflections for mm. what's behind me. Uh, I see him turn around. And my immediate response was to take my hand out of my pocket and show that I had my hand directly on a pocket knife. 
suddenly he started hanging back. <laughs> and I, basically what i what it was is that I, I i mean that's basically defensive display like i yeah. showed that i was armed in some regard which by the way the size of a, most pocket knives are not considered a weapon by mm-hmm. most legal standards because they're too short to be one and they're not a fixed blade in chicago um, you couldn't have above a certain size either so yeah <laughs> yeah but like um uh i knew uh, so you say a lot of people are like, oh, people won't help in the city. So a couple of years ago, I started, he- I was asleep, I was in bed and I start hearing a woman screaming. I woke up, like it woke me up and I can hear her. She's screaming for help. I open my window and I see most of my neighbors <laughs> are outside and everybody's on their phones. Me too. I'm just and like, it. Yeah. Yeah. We all called, um, she was saying she couldn't move. She kept saying, somebody call my brother. And like, like we were directing, we were all on our phones trying to direct a helicopter because there's so many freaking helicopters in Phoenix for the Phoenix police. But yeah, like it was, it like, I, I was happy to see that so many people were mm-hmm. responding, you know, yeah. I'm very, I'm very on that actually. Like if I see a fire, I call, yeah, um, you know, like if I see a mugging, if I see someone hanging outside of a car window on the freeway, I call. Like I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like very like. If I hear something that sounds like gunshots, I call. <laughs> really? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't. I've never. Again, it is illegal to fire a firearm within the confines of the city unless it's for self. Yeah. Right. So, That's what, and I just never know because, like, especially, it gets echoey because I'm like. I, I don't know if that's fireworks or not. So I don't want to call every time that, that <laughs> or it's just like it's happening somewhere, but I don't know where either. <laughs> but uh, I like I try to be, figure it out. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Like when you're here in the building, it's, they just bounce <laughs> off. People must get lost a lot in Chicago, says JP. <laughs> just hear so many three, three gunshots. So. Yeah. I, so I'm, I, do, I'm, I, I do. Also, one says Alex dispatch service. I yeah. do actually have the, um, the, Phoenix uh, dispatch Police. radio, uh, on, you know, they're yeah. on my phone. Like if I needed to know if something was going on, I could, I usually. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen police in this area. I think we have state police then, but I've never seen them. <laughs> they don't come over into these back roads. Uh, I see them a lot on it. Like if I go outside, which I don't do much in the last two years, but mm-hmm. I, like I do, I, I see them a lot because, uh, this is a high prostitution area. Oh, <laughs> I well, think that's why they're actually here. <laughs> it's nice to see them doing stuff that really matters, I guess. Yeah, I know. People <laughs> consenting and paying money to. I know. I don't care about it. Like, that if was the, the prostitutes thing I... were getting murdered or mugged or something, then I'd care. Yeah, really. Uh, but like, I don't, I don't care about the prostitutes. I think that's why they hang out there though. And I have seen signs around saying, do you want to get out of the life? And then it was like being so like so clandestine about what they're referring to the life. <laughs> I'm like I don't know. That sounds don't nice like- though. Like, what would you want to leave the life? Yeah. What is the life? Is it good or is it bad? Or is, do you mean life in general? What are, What are we talking about here? <laughs> Um, I, and when I was in Chicago too, they, I, I used to have a pocket knife and, and pepper spray. It was like one in each pocket of, uh, during colder months, at least. 
I don't remember where mm-hmm. I kept them <laughs> during summer. I don't think I care. I think I just hope for the best. Um, <laughs> they didn't have pockets. If I can't but, check my mail, I'm armed. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. I Well, one, I forget to check the mail. I only do that like once a week and it's just <laughs> up, up the lawn. But, but you uh, are sort of like are in like not. I'm in Phoenix and I'm not in a great part of Phoenix. No, <laughs> like, no. You not being armed is more reasonable. Like, I, I feel like, like you have to know your level of risk and protect mm-hmm, yourself yeah. to that level of risk. <laughs> yeah, no. And, and, the, and we have seven guns in the house and my boyfriend keeps wanting to buy more. And so, cause he's excited. He bought his first gun because the rest were technically mine. And, but, uh, so now he just, he wants to collect <laughs> owning, like, officially owning his own. I would totally be cool with getting more guns for my house. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and I, I'm not. I, I like. I really love the idea of having guns stuff too. But there's just money. They're expensive. So I'm like, we don't they have that. So they are expensive. Afford. So it keeps super yeah. chatting us so we can afford some afford. guns. To protect yeah, really. Because <laughs> ammo. Yeah, ammo is a lot. But oh God, uh, I saw some Texas. Phoenix police, some Texas police department, I can't remember what city was all like, we're doing a gun buyback for $100 per gun. And I was like, what? I was like, oh my God, there's probably not a gun in existence that currently works that is worth less than $100. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. The people, there was one on sale at at his workplace and and it was like at 150. So we're like, that's cheap. And they're like wanting to get, it wasn't one that he like super wanted, but it's like, but it's cheap. The other one that he really wants, I think it's the revolver, I forget, is like, I I was surprised. I I expected to be around like 500 that are saving up for, but it's like 750. <laughs> well, yeah, I know. Maybe. It is such a it, it is like to have an actual like every type of firearm that would be really like handy in various situations. It's not cheap. Like mm-hmm. I know. I remember that like some people are saying like it tax ammo to make sure ammo is really expensive, and it's like ammo already is expensive right now. Just so you know. But also, like, I mean, that shows how ignorant they are. They don't even know how expensive yeah. ammo is. But yeah. then, like, but then on top of that, it was like, also, are you saying you only want rich people to be able to have firearms and ammo? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guarantee okay. you, they can hire bodyguards. <laughs> yeah. You don't need your own. Although, it's more fun to carry. <laughs> <laughs> Feel better, but yeah, it's I, I I need to get my concealed carry because I would I want to carry stuff again. I just haven't felt the need to, but it's just nice to have. And mine, yeah. mine it expired can, a while ago. In Arizona, you can carry without a concealed carry. Without yeah, you can open carry per, No, no. I'm oh, you can conceal carry without the permit. Oh, you've got. Oh. Yeah, you can. We have a ninety-nine uh, gun freedom rating in Arizona. Yeah. We have for quite a while actually i know like a lot of other places like they were like oh you know vermont or you know like yeah tennessee they're 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 they passed a law that lets you conceal carry without a permit you know and i was like you mean that thing arizona they've already yeah. had yeah like, <laughs> awesome. like texas did it and i was mm-hmm. like no see that's way yeah I, I want that like so we can open carry so it's i can I'll always have it showing. I can hold whatever guns I want, just as long as people know that they're there. But you can't, like, if it covers, if your shirt covers over it or something, though, then then you might be in trouble. Um, 
but I also don't know how big of like, especially like with rifles or anything though too. Like I feel like they don't care. Like everyone has like, and they probably aren't like safe as far as them being unloaded. Like, oh, it's in the back of the truck or like in just the back seat or whatever. I'm sure we have a lot of rednecks around here. As much as we want to like say like stereotypes, we they definitely still exist in this in this area too. Like, but they're not all you know like, or they're not all like terrible people. Like, yeah, they're still gonna be kind of hicks and things, but they're not mm-hmm. bad people. But but, you know, that's just the type this of people. This is, are. like, within my reach at my desk at all times. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's very big, too. I think it's bigger than my head, honestly. <laughs> I don't think I have any uh, instruments. <laughs> yeah. I, my guns are, I think, mostly in the bedroom <laughs> right now. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, as someone said, the buybacks are from those who never bought it in the first place. First place, like, yeah. Like, how's it back? Like, they didn't sell it to you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you didn't own it beforehand. Jeez, yeah. that's true. Yeah, constitutional carry, that's what we're wanting around here. So, tree surgeon still needs to get an AR before they get banned. Yes, you get a kit. That's what I got for my birthday last year and and built and <laughs> build it, and that was fun. Uh, Alex Voorhees. It is almost as big as a machete. It's pretty big. I remember machete in high school I think my dad came to pick me up at one point, but then I was saying like oh my friend and I are hanging out we got like this sub we bought it from whatever key club or something like that too so we got this big sub we want to share it we're going to walk to the library and just eat this sub but we needed it to uh to cut it and my dad's like here I have this machete so we just <laughs> cut the sub in his car outside the high school with the machete and then we walked <laughs> to the library to eat it I mean, it, the one nice thing about always having, like, knives around of some kind is that it's like, well, oh, something's, uh, we're missing, we're, this thing is sealed, how do I get it open? Uh, well, I got yeah, a knife, like, use, yeah. there's, like, five knives within hand, you know, handy reach, cut it open. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. a tool. <laughs> And yeah, and everyone around here might have a gun <laughs> or have a knife too, though. So it's just like anyone have a pocket knife? Like everyone does, except for yeah. me. I, again, I you, just don't. It's not. I feel like you shouldn't be saying, "Does anyone have a pocket knife?" You're just like, "Hey, can I borrow your pocket knife?" <laughs> just like everyone has a truck. Well, we need to get a truck too, though. But there's the, <laughs> the like, uh, what is it? A redneck thing. I'm just like, oh, I need to borrow Joe's truck here, and the and like, oh, like I lent my truck to Joe, like I but I can borrow one from Tom, and like and Tom's <laughs> borrowing it from because like everyone's just like, oh yeah, we all have trucks. Uh, G man or awesome one says, is, I think asking if I have met my thousand thousand dollar sales of chicken for for me to shave my head. That is never gonna happen. Uh, <laughs> shaving, maybe I might cut it someday, but I haven't in 15, 16 years. So. Holy crap. Keep that going. <laughs> uh, Johnny Boy Quickjaw, thank you for the super chat, says, a small token of gratitude for my favorite token minority. Beverly, you need a black woman on the show. Then you'll have a diverse Charlie's Angels. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Huh. I, I don't think I know any black women. Actually, my <laughs> boyfriend's sister is half black, so... <laughs> uh, so good. Does that count if she's half? I'm only half minority too, so <laughs> we need to get get in a couple other halvesies and, and to add up to one person. Uh, all right, Alex Voorhees, I like that. Is it legal to wear crossing ammo belts? Asks Zato. Crossing ammo. What I, I really want a. I was talking about that. My boyfriend wants like a thigh holster for like when he gets a handgun. Though, and I'm like, I want one, but like a cool, like a spy kind of like one that can go under like a dress. So like one that's there's 
some brand of holsters designed for women for women's clothing like the one is like a waist thing. yeah i had one but it never fit it was too small and, it, it but, too and small. i also didn't like it because when you wear it it just depends on like the pants and stuff that you have too of like where it can fit in there and it's just like outside the thigh just seems like way better than uh, <laughs> yeah. a place to like hold instead of like putting it in uh depending on your uh, pants situation <laughs> But I, I, generally, it was it would be nice. It might fit now, but it didn't before. I haven't. I don't know where it is either. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I, I, where did I, other times I've just like kept it in a purse, just like loosely, <laughs> like my <laughs> my nine millimeter just hanging and like reaching in, like oh, I need some some lip balm here, like oh, just no, my no, gun. Like, That's not my lip balm. <laughs> yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> geez they're all worked up uh yeah okay well i think we covered all the topics and i just want to double check if there's anything chat needs us to read oh gee man i don't know what he's talking about he says i always have to dip my finger in to tell when it's ready i have no context for what that means but we're talking a lot about the i I thought so but i really like not (laughs) i really like that this could be anything that i'll dip my finger in to tell when it's ready um yeah well i think i'm i think i'm all talked out (laughs) i'm trying to think if there's anything else that i have to say but i think i'm good oh yeah i'll bring up the like I oh the game thing yeah yeah yeah. okay okay the game thing so uh tenocon so every so since the uh the lockdowns happened uh digital streams have started doing like they would do their tenocon on live stream instead of on in person in canada so I went I was involved last year I bought I did a reaction video to the Tenocon and um that's my most watched video it has more than 7000 views I think nice. um so and it's coming up again in July uh and I'm very excited Warframe is my favorite video game like um so <laughs> last Thursday uh, the Tenocon digital slash merch pack came out that day and I got it immediately. Like I, <laughs> I didn't even wait. I'm like, yep, I like this t-shirt this year. And, um, it's so funny too, because so often there's a, there is a premium currency in Warframe. It's called Plat, Plat for short, Platinum mm. is the long name. And like every time people make fun of me because I have thousands and thousands of flat just because I keep getting like deals from digital streams that I then take advantage of I guess but then I don't spend my plat <laughs> so but it's a free-to-play game so uh you know I'm giving them a tip for creating content that I really like honestly at this point and um like I'm really excited that Tenocon is next month you know I sometimes DE is a little bit um woke sometimes mm. like there's some stuff in there but like the the gameplay is still fun the m- most of the the like uh the actual quests are not woke at all uh i really really like this game so yeah i'm really excited that in three weeks is tenocon and i'm gonna 
Yeah. I'm going to be, you know, there for it. No, you can't have plat. I can, you can't trade plat. If you go in game and you give, you have something, you have tradable content, I can give you plat for that tradable content, um, which is what I mostly use it for, that and cosmetics. But um, yeah, like it was so, it's so funny because there's so many times where there's a cosmetic that I'm like, I really like this cosmetic, but it's, it's worth like, 100 plat i don't know and and everyone's like yeah alex you have like six thousand plat super frugal and yeah like super frugal with it and they're like just do it (laughs) Uh, uh, i did actually buy something on live stream when i did new war back in february for for plat and they were like shocked they're like that's the first time i've seen you spend plat Huh. Well, I, I like that when you when you're bringing up video games because that's something like, I feel kind of bad for. Like, oh, the things that I keep seeing are going to be like movies or TV shows. But I do want to be able to talk about like games and uh, you know video games, board games. Um, we well, know uh, right now a lot of people are mad at Bungie that they're that's the company behind Destiny too because they've completely oh, right. they have completely ruined any kind of. Uh, in air accuracy so like if you and there's a lot of like crazy jumps that you can do as a as a guardian in destiny 2 and they've completely nerfed any accuracy you have so you're basically gonna miss Mm. all your shots here in the air and it's like okay maybe not that don't nerf it that much how about some middle ground here please (laughs) one Uh, to the other like (laughs) there's some middle yeah yeah, like it used to be like, oh, your inner accuracy was insane, and and they're like really high, uh, you know, highly skilled players always shoot from in air, and it's like, do you think really high, like highly skilled players are less accurate on the ground because they're not? Like, I guarantee yeah. you that. Yeah, right? Like, they're just really good at the game. Okay. <laughs> i don't know maybe there's always a chance um oh god we if you would get bungie's um like news section uh on the website oh god they're like we stand with blm we you know like they're like every other major big company that has to say pride stuff and yeah they do the pride stuff they do all of that like i i i don't think you can play like a major mmo like warframe or uh or uh destiny 2 without the company being woke because they have to be mm. that big like yeah. big companies are woke like it's kind of inescapable at this point uh, yeah right that, <laughs> yeah it, it, it kind of forced for it but uh yeah and that was in response to g-man saying benji was also pretty politically vocal on twitter recently sato i said i'm the same with currency i don't want to use it because i may need it later me too i am so frugal like i hate spending money and that but it's nice <laughs> to have it when i need to like how i'm trying to take these ducks to the vet again to the avian one mm-hmm. to, to a different one to get a better prognosis <laughs> yeah awesome one brings up the problem with raids in um destiny 2 see one of the problems okay. with Raids take six players. You have to know six people. Oh my gosh, I don't know six people in real life. <laughs> Is it me either? I'm like, and, and what are the chances of them all playing Destiny? Like, yeah, come on, and being good enough and wanting to do the raid, like ah, oh. and then you all have to like build together for your characters, so you have all your bases covered. I'm like, this is this is too much. This is way too much. Uh, I don't know. I think they're being 
they're being kind of like, uh, and they've been like this for a while with the raids. With what? <laughs> feeding time, and my cats it are getting is, antsy it's, too. It's past her feeding time, actually. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like they they just need to do. The, and yes, I hate how Destiny has twenty forms of currency as well. Also, their main form of currency, Glimmer, you have a cap of two hundred and fifty thousand. And I'm like, oh. 250,000, that's like nothing. And then, especially if you compare it to, to Warframe, because Warframe has a credits currency as, as well as the, the, the premium currency. And they, in the credits currency, I literally saw someone that had so many credits that they had to use a scientific number, you know, that times 10 to the whatever power to show how many credits they have. Uh, <laughs> they do huh. not have a, 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 a limit on how much that's, credits you can and like, have. And that's funny though. It just kind of reminds me of like an anime when they have like power levels, a lot of them when they're, they're superpowers or whatever, like they, you know, probably like a Dragon Ball started yeah. or one of the older ones where it's, just, it's over 9,000. But then a lot of them too, it's just like, what's your magic level? Like 40,000, like and some anime get up to like, oh, it's in the millions. And that's just like a regular, like, why would you want to like, if everyone is like in the millions, why not just like make it, sm- shorten it up somehow so you yeah. don't have to you know, <laughs> yeah. some, put in decimal Bigger whatever. number, better. Uh, no, you don't... <laughs> Yeah, it's well, un- unnecessary. Of, yeah, speaking of video, God, video games. I am streaming at seven o'clock, which is yes. in like forty minutes. Forty minutes. Yeah, yeah. It is. I actually have to get ready for that. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm not streaming Kotor tonight like I normally would be because that game is driving me insane. <laughs> I, I'm I, like literally every week now. It's like torture. So tonight I'm actually playing Hunt Showdown for the first time. So we'll see how what I think about it. Okay. I think another thing, too, since we're doing like movies and shows, something else, if they're like quick, maybe that like we can do like test games. So if there are ones that are like, hey, there's this new game that we should like review, though, and one that I, I'm <laughs> limited on game systems that I can probably put, but if it's PC or Nintendo, <laughs> yeah. I got that. I don't have like the new PlayStation or Xbox, though. But uh, yeah, someone did ask for the Wink. Uh, oh for your oh yeah yeah okay. for my upcoming live stream and uh so i think that or i guess anyone anyone watching or listening to this too if you have suggestions on like here's games shows movies whatever comics or something that like you want us to talk about though let us know because i'm definitely yeah. I, I just don't know anything that's mm-hmm. going on so just send me information post it in the discord or email or whatever and uh yeah yeah definitely probably best that's the one i check most i've stopped doing so like i said since you took over twitter and stuff for the unsafe space account though i just i haven't i barely look at twitter anymore like i've just it was better for me to have to do that because like oh now i'm gonna like look on my own but now i feel bad because like i have to like remember let me check this out and retweet and yeah i've just been so off i'm terrible i have a twitter addiction when they kicked me off it was painful <laughs> oh i didn't realize how bad it was for you okay yeah um, i'm on it every day like <laughs> it's so, where like see it's where gaming streamers hang out honestly like a lot of them oh, it's where we talk like especially the middle ones like the the big guys the, they they're they have twitter to post that what they're streaming or whatever mm-hmm. but like all of the like the middle level live gaming live streamers where we all talk on twitter 
Uh, that makes sense. Well, that's why like, I'm, I'm so bad. Like the whole market, that's why we have you <laughs> helping us because we're so bad at marketing. And I just, it's hard for me to even want to push myself for things too. Cause that's what Zatu says. No, no, no. It's better for you without Twitter, Beverly. But uh, <laughs> they, because yeah, like I, I, I usually do one-on-one, like you message me on discord. Like I respond, like I have conversations with people like Motown and stuff all the time. Though. So like, but instead of posting on uh, publicly, I just, once I stopped using Facebook as much that kind of like dwindled on like everything else that I was doing as well. But so discord is kind of where I try to even in the community one and I'm still bad at that. I'm, I'm kind of trying, I'm considering getting rid of my Facebook account or at least like taking it off my phone and not looking at it really, because it's starting to piss me off. Like it literally, like not just because of what people post on Facebook, but because um, I got an ad for a keyboard I own. Oh yeah. No. Yeah. They, you, that you I've never used. Facebook. And, and I was like, that was, I've never seen that on, on YouTube, on Twitter, like never. And, and that's the thing too, is that I, this is not the first time this is like, I am like any. a lot of things is that one of the times they showed me and I didn't buy this keyboard, but like, they showed they show me ads for things that I have a verbal conversation yes. with someone, and I'm yep. like I'm super creeped out. So I'm mm-hmm. sort of like, do I really want to be on Facebook ever again? Like, this but is I know YouTube me. does it too. Like I've heard that like when just talking about like car rentals in the when we're in the car and then and watching a YouTube video and it came up with like a car rental commercial or something too. I'm like, yeah, our phones and stuff are definitely listening to us and. <laughs> Yeah. My thing with Facebook was when uh, was the the girl, the white girl who was telling me, who didn't really know me, but was saying that I didn't like people of color. And I was just like, well, I'm done with this platform. And so I, and I stopped using it for three months. And then when I got back on to it, it was just me, it mostly to like, I post photos on Instagram and go to Facebook. So that now I just check that I have like comments or something on there, but I just don't look at anyone else's things ever. And that's um, just in case, but then it also like, not even the people that are like woke, but it's just kind of like the people that I know, I guess, in real life where they're sweet. But like I'm asking, I was trying to figure out like names for like the ducks and stuff. And I was like, oh, we have Dick Van Duck. So I want like another, com- and I said comedian pun name. And then I just got a lot of like suggestions. None of them were comedians <laughs> and not that they weren't all puns either. And it was just like, I don't even get, so it's just why am I asking for <laughs> input from here? But, uh, yeah, I, uh, yeah, like I was getting annoyed already with Facebook because someone, a, a libertarian supposedly was saying essentially like that was doing that thing where like, you can't have an opinion unless you're credentialed. And I was like, okay, oh. I'm not, I'm not, gonna oh. I'm, I'm not uh, like, this is stupid. This is very anti-curiosity, anti-agency. I'm not, no. It's like it's like not being able to talk about what a woman is if you're not a woman, but anyone can identify as a woman. So then you could be a woman and talk about it if you want, if you're saying that you're a woman, because a woman is anyone who identifies as a woman, because a woman is a woman, it's not a man. And and what do you think a woman is? Which did we ever say to you what the poll ended up being? Uh, I saw so it, the, but now I... Uh, the poll it. has it as... Second place, uh, I think, was not a man, and I think first place was was a woman. I think was a woman. If I, if yeah. I recall, because I think second place had thirty three percent, and I think a woman Ooh. had forty something. 
Yeah, so a woman has 44%, not a man, 33%. What do you think a woman is? 19%. A person identifying as a woman, 1%. Yeah, <laughs> so it's only 1%. I don't, and I don't know what, see, there's just certain things, and sometimes it's numbers where I'm like, oh yeah, like I, I read that thing once and now I remember that, but but names and like watching the documentary earlier, like, oh, I've forgotten a lot of stuff. So that's why I had to do notes, but like, I can remember <laughs> percent and I remember your birthday is August 1st. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which I'm probably going to do a shadow warrior live stream for my birthday. Cause it's one of my, oh. I love that game and I have not gotten a chance to play it in a long time. So that's probably what I'm going to play for my birthday. Yeah, that's that sounds fun. I want to do uh, initially when this was going to be was on Friday. That, that was the day before my birthday. But now I think I'll still do like a birthday bash stream on the Thursday before my birthday. I like invite other people on. Maybe invite the community too. I don't know. Like whoever wants to be on, we'll just we can have ten people at most. I think on the stream on stream. Yeah. But, uh, Tree surgeon says all his friends are leftists, so it's better to stay off social media. Yeah, that's a big thing too for me. Why I think that's why I like Twitter because it's more like online friends who who or unwoke has been nice like that kind of thing or or people who I don't know also you can get into arguments with so it's less awkward but Facebook it's like I know all of you and I don't want to have to like argue about stuff like you're gonna be obnoxious and stuff <laughs> so Mad says a woman is not a cat too good point good <laughs> that point that child in that school who thinks it's a cat um I gotta we don't tell know what gender that. that person is, but we know they're not a cat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, uh, once again, a woman is an adult female human. For anyone, YouTube is probably going to censor this stream. Yeah. <laughs> stating such such offensive, extreme uh, statements like this, but um, we'll we'll see. Uh, okay. Well, I'll let you get to your stream. Um, I, I prepare for your next one. We have cats to feed. I've got uh, new animals apparently now that I need to go <laughs> take care of. So, uh, thank you all for watching again. Sunday book club. Uh, wow, my brain broke for a second there. House of Leaves, Mark Z. Danielewski, noon p. Noon Eastern. Uh, hosted by Alex. I will keep trying to to read that johnny boy says beverly that's just your truth uh yeah it is only my truth bye awesome one thank you guys for watching again if you have any suggestions or anything please let us know oh i think i am going we're gonna try and watch jurassic the new jurassic world within the next week too so i might want to talk about so that uh, the, wait i thought this is the second one is this is the third one. Oh my gosh, I haven't I don't think I've seen the second one either. Fallen Kingdom then Dominion. I didn't know that there was Oh, so I think we're watching it tomorrow. I'm going to need to watch this <laughs> other movie before we go tomorrow night. Huh, I didn't realize that. Okay. Well, I've got more things to do now. <laughs> also, if you want to be part of book club, you know. Oh yeah, email. Yeah. Come yes. come join, even if you haven't finished it, because I haven't either. So no, I I think me and Caleb are the only people who are going to that's be, have so you finished can it. Lead the way. Speak <laughs> yeah. at unsafespace.com or Discord or Beverly at unsafespace. So, uh, yeah, let us know. And again, Sunday noon Eastern. Um, anything else, Alex? We've got no free association. Uh, no narrative dissonance dissonance on Monday. Yeah. Oh, and, and Sunday oh. is Ju Juneteenth and Father's Day, I think. Yeah. 
And then, um, and then Tuesday, there's a 451 degrees pre-recorded. And then, yeah. Yes. <laughs> like, That's as far as I know. <laughs> I like, there is this at the 451 degrees and I still need to edit that. So like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's gonna happen on Tuesday for sure. I just need to. I've got oh, some God. work. I told you I had bad stuff in that there. I stuttered quite as much as I did during that interview. <laughs> just fair warning, everyone. It was really early in the morning. For it me. was, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I don't know how because some of it I'm like, oh, just, just, just need to edit out. Other, I don't know, just leave it in there to mess with you. Oh, I was also thinking yeah. how I might just greet you from now on and say, like, sup, motherfucker, <laughs> or whatever it was. Like, <laughs> As I said that, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd be totally fine with that. I was going to start the stream with saying "What up, cunts," but then I was like, hmm, "Is that too aggressive?" I won't call everyone that right now, but I'm going to talk about wanting to call people that, but I'm not actually calling anyone that. Though I'm just referencing that I thought about it. <laughs> oh God. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> maybe next week. Maybe next time. Maybe that's just going to be my new catchphrase. <laughs> okay. Starting and see how long we can take until until we get banned. Uh, Osman says he shaved, assuming the quartering. Uh, yep. Sancho says inside voice. Beverly, Johnny Boy, quick dress. Says, oh, I love that as your intro. Okay. If Johnny Boy loves it, he's here every every show. So my new, <laughs> new intro is just going to be, what up, cunts? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> It's fun to say, but uh, all right. Well, thank you everyone again. I need to find the end credits. Um, and thank you, Alex, as always. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Thank you. Uh, I didn't mean for that to sound so creepy. <laughs> <laughs> I did pause and say that really slowly. And so, but I was just looking for the end credits and couldn't like, talk and search at the same time, but I'll say it intentionally now. Thank you, Alex. It's always <laughs> okay. a pleasure. <laughs> All right. Have a good night, everyone. <laughs> Bye. Thanks for sticking around until the end. If you're new to Unsafe Space, check out our deep content library that includes discussions with everyone from James Lindsay to Brett Weinstein. And please consider helping to fund our work by visiting unsafespace.com slash donate. You can find us on a variety of social media platforms, and you can find a community of like-minded individuals on our Unsafe Space Discord server, which is open to financial supporters at any level. We hope to see you there. Warning, this is an unsafe space. Dangerous ideas have been detected. The content of this production does not meet WHO health and safety standards. Please report to a United Nations Sanitization Center immediately. Association with the following individuals is strictly prohibited. Experts who benefit from printing money agree that printing money does not cause price inflation. Trust me, just two more weeks to slow the spread of monkeypox. If you think about it, no one should be allowed to express opinions. But don't. Think about it, I mean. That's not your job. Thinking has been scientifically proven to be less efficient than compliance. Science. Scientific. 
and scientifically are registered trademarks of the World Economic Forum. Unauthorized use is prohibited. Computer voice Curtis, never mind, that last line is fake news. Please disregard it and return to your safe space immediately. There will be cake.